Hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. My name is Ralph. And I'm Michelle. And we're here with Juan. Hi guys. And we have Farron Franzak here. Hello. And we're going to be covering just different cocktails. We're going to have some whiskey and vodka today. Yeah. Um, so Farron, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Oh gosh, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Born and raised. Yeah. Um, Got involved in television, um, I want to say, when I was 23, I, I, I always knew that I wanted to be a journalist, or either it was to be on television or to do the weekend updates on Saturday Night Live. Nice. Because um, oh, I was always cool. a reporter, or always kind of a performer, so it was either one of two routes, and TV kind of had more of a steady paycheck, so mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those things where it was, you know, easier to go that way, but no, I mean... Yeah, I, I just moved here, I want to say, in August, and I absolutely am in love with El Paso. A lot of people are like, really? For real, I am. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. just, yeah. I'm one of six kids. Um, trying to think what else. My favorite color is purple. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what else you want me to talk about. <laughs> so, I mean, I think where I first saw you was on a live feed on, mm-hmm. on Facebook, and what, like, what I liked about you was that you handled this guy who was complaining about a green screen. And you're just like kind of being brutal and ruthless about <laughs> making fun of him. I totally missed that. Yeah, it was it was it was great. I okay. was like, oh man, I love this person. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a little bit of that Chicago flair in me. One of my buddies, um, he introduced me to the show Shameless. I don't know if you've watched yeah, it. Yeah. And it's all based in Chicago. And uh-huh. one of the, the the main girl, it's basically about this girl who has to raise her five or six siblings because their dad's a big drunk. And her name's Fiona. So every once in a while, my buddy's like, ah, that's Farron's Fiona moment. Because <laughs> they all have Chicago accents that are totally not the accents that they should be. But um, they're trying, which I can give them credit for. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just, there's times where you get, you get people where they, they try to be brutally honest with you because they're yeah. behind their computer. And I get yeah. brutally honest back. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I'm still classy about it, yeah. you know. we got to stay classy. got to stay classy. <laughs> so how, how did you land the whole News Channel 9 anchor thing? Really? Okay. Um, kind of long story short, but we can we can get personal if you want. <laughs> um, so, at the time, I was the main anchor in South Bend, Indiana, and right. I was uncovering cases like Notre Dame sexual assault c- cases. Um, I was covering Notre Dame football. That's kind of how I first got my start. I was a sideline reporter for Notre Dame football. I started in sports. Um, was there for three years, and then we kind of started getting word that our station might be sold to oh, another local station okay. in town. And usually what happens is, is they don't keep the anchors because we, quote, make too much money. Mm-hmm. Um, so they keep all the reporters. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, once we kind of started hearing things, um, my agent had reached out to me and was like, hey, El Paso is kind of interested in you. And I was like, El Paso, like, what is really? That? You were like, where is that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, they don't the Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and so they flew me out. Um, I, I interviewed. I fell in love with the place. But I was like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to have a job or not. But, you know, and that's kind of what happened there then what happened was is my ex and I who who I had been dating for like three years one week it was let's go look at rings the next week it was hey I kind of want to see other people and usually usually when that happens they kind of already are seeing other people so (laughs) so it was kind of like all right and then literally that same week we had were told Monday hey we just got sold your last newscast is Friday oh so it was kind of like all roads pointed to El Paso and I was like you know what I have nothing left to lose my family it's a plane right away you know my mom it was a little tough for her Mm -hmm. to tell her hey I'm moving 1600 miles away yeah got my Toyota Camry by myself and made the drive and it was one of the best 
most invigorating experiences of my life because it was kind of like my choice. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, hey, because I want to do it. You know, you right. had the road there. Might as well take it. Right. And, and a lot of people in TV, they jump around a yeah. lot. But yeah. I was kind of staying there for my ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. who was in Chicago because he was a um, he was working in Chicago. And I was kind of going we were doing the back and forth. It was only like an hour and 15 minute drive. So it, it worked. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of one of the reasons that I was staying close. And then once that fell apart, I was like, well, no peace, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, it was one of those things where I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And yeah. I am so glad that as, I mean, that was the week from hell. Like, we're probably <laughs> one of the worst weeks of my life. But then I came here and it was just like, that's why I, I really sucked everything out of El Paso where I was like, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, you know, I just really learned to love the city because it was like, yeah, this is home. Where else am I going to go? Everything's yeah. three hours away, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to El Paso. I mean, it's been what? Gracias. Uh, <laughs> 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 there <you> <laughs> There's the Spanish. Uh-huh. <laughs> So awesome. So you drove by yourself? I drove by myself. What? I, I sold all my furniture. I lived wow. on Eddie Street, so I would literally wake up every morning. I could uh-huh. see the Golden Dome at Notre Dame. Lived across the street from the football nice. stadium. Um, sold all my furniture to all the new grad students moving in and gave some, gave some of it away. Pretty much packed up my clothes and was like, Let's go, and, and we're off to the races, you know. So wow. it's sixteen hundred. Did you go through St. Louis, or did you go through? Oh man, I went through every. I went through St. <laughs> Louis. I went through yeah. um, Oklahoma. Louis, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I didn't realize how hilly it was. Yeah. And I thought like the Midwest was pretty hilly. Oklahoma. No, Oklahoma wow. is a lot of hills and the red dirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know how many times I've done that trip. Uh-huh. So many times, so I already know. It's like, yeah, Oklahoma. it's not fun. Yeah, the one time, uh, yeah. the last time we did, they stopped. They stopped us in, op- in Oklahoma, and they actually oh, yeah, made me we go to the. Mm-hmm. They made you go where? They, well, they they left me chill in the car, and then they made me go to the troopers' car. So okay. we were like separated, and they they were asking me things, and then they went and asked me chill the same things to see if they the stories. And I was stuff. like, what the yeah, hell's going on was, in Oklahoma? Yeah, <laughs> it was back when Juarez was pretty bad, ah. and uh, oh, they were okay. like, so where are you guys going? Uh, El Paso, okay, Mexicans, El Paso. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of <laughs> weird. I'm like, all right, and he just let us go with the warning, or I don't know what oh, the hell. Warning. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he was really nice, but he mm-hmm. was just like, what the hell? Why, uh-huh. why, why Don't be why? so brown. Yeah. <laughs> <Take> off. <laughs> then we stopped by Amarillo. Didn't We didn't do the steak thing, the 72-ounce steak thing. Oh, see, I didn't go through Amarillo. I went through Abilene, and then I think I came oh, so you that way. Down. And I will okay. never forget, I stopped in Abilene to get gas, and... I get out and you know I, I go in um, to I think I wanted to get like a Mountain Dew or something to stay awake. Yeah. And I'm talking to the girl because her name was Hannah and my sister's name is Hannah and I was like, oh, you know, how do you spell it? What are you studying? You know, I'm very talkative. You know, I can talk to a fork. <laughs> and she, and she's like, she looks at me and she's like, where are you from? And I'm like, Chicago. Why? And she's like. I have never heard that accent before in my life. Oh. That's how Chicago people talk. And I was like, yeah, yeah. this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people like in Texas, they have no idea. Even no. around here, they're like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Chicago. But it's, 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 it's gone. It's gone down a little bit, though. I don't, a little bit. I don't, I, I don't really get it. I but, can hear it when yeah. you say Chicago. Chicago, oh, yeah. yeah. Or okay. the other one is like hot dog or mom. The newsroom, the newsroom makes fun of me because they're always like, yeah, it's always mom. Like, I can't even say it normally, mom, but I'm, I'm, it's mom to me. But, yeah. So That's very certain Chicago. words, yeah, it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are, we, what are we drinking? What are we having in front of us? 
Well, I have a Blood and Sand, which is a classic that we What's have here in the bar. By the way, we're at the Black Orchid Lounge again. We're at Can the we Black Orchid Lounge. to my bar, please? <laughs> we are at the host bar, the Black Orchid Lounge. Thank you, Michelle and Juan, for having this place. Sure. And for hosting the podcast. You're welcome. Well, uh, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Well, I mean, Juan, what do you have? I have an oh, Old Ball, which is another one of those bitter classics. Cheers. Mm. With yours is rye and Campari and some dry oh, wow. That is delicious. What did you give? Um, I gave her the Burning Buffalo, the one that uh, Zach hates to make because of the smoked mesquite that he has oh, to go you guys, through. Oh. Have you guys perfected yeah. your smoking? Is it Not like really. down to craft No. Now? No. Uh, I would say, though, it's, it's good, though. I mean, you we, can, we have to smoke the glass before we pour the, the cocktail. Really? Yeah. Wow. So if you get that little smoking is oh, yeah. it, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's, it's interesting. I like it. Just fire. feel like we're perfecting the technique. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, don't come and order it when we're busy. swamped and yeah. super busy. Right. But that one <laughs> has... Like four like, of them, please. That's <laughs> a Subrovka vodka, which is bison grass vodka. It has Very a little nice. bit of this vanilla, lavender taste. That's really delicious. Taste. Uh, Sazerac rye... Cochi Americano, which is some sort of like a fortified wine, Italian-style vermouth, uh, chocolate bitters, and it's a smoke. And that little rosemary tweet you have there. Sprig there. Yeah. So, and now did you come up with all of these drinks? We, yeah, between me and my bartender, we do all this. Wow. Well, Every, both of them, right? Yeah. Like Zach and Alex? Well, Zach too. Zach collaborated in this one too. And he's he's a newest one. He's still, mm-hmm. you know, we still treat him like shit every now and then. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I dues. for for a long time, or for a good solid eight months before I went out to my first job in television, mm-hmm. I was a bartender at Trump Tower in How Chicago. Was that? I absolutely loved it. You yeah, know, I mean, a lot okay. of people, a lot of people, and I, I, I didn't really say this a lot during the election. If you wonder, yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, <laughs> did you get a lot of shit from people when um, you mentioned that? No, honestly, you know, and here's the thing is that, you know, I lived five blocks from Trump Tower. Um, I, Ooh, I'm at, jealous. At the time, I was also at Second City because I was trying to live my Saturday Night Live dream. So I was doing I was improv. Just ask you. So I was doing improv and stand up and then working at Trump Tower. Uh huh. And um, I walked five blocks to work. I could walk in my yoga pants and my workout stuff. Um, walk into work. Uh-huh. I would take the elevator up to the 15th floor or 14th floor, whatever our employee level was. Yeah. Um, go to this little door, punch in my code, and then all of a sudden you open the door and there was my uniform that was fit to me, designed by Ivanka Trump. Pull it out. It was dry <laughs> wow. clean the night before. Wow. Go, go change. Um, head to the cafeteria where it was open 24-7 and we could eat. Um, and we could even go down like, you know, every 15 minutes. I mean, if you're having one of those days where you're like, I'm super hungover, I need to eat every 15 minutes to yeah. like not puke. Um, you could go down as much as you want. Um, I mean, it was a great experience. I mean, I worked nice. my butt off, mm-hmm. but and I, and I made great money. But I was, um, yeah, but I mean, it. it was it was I mean, that's why a lot of people. I know there's a lot of hesitation of the whole make America great again, but I was like, hey, if we're going to live like how I worked at Trump, I don't mind having my stuff dry cleaned every night. You know? <laughs> that is true. Did so, you ever meet the guy? You know, I never met the Donald, um, but I did meet all of his kids, and they are exactly who they appear to be on TV. I mean, they're just... So Ivanka's a sweetheart, and the other two are kind of a-holes? Or no, like actually, the uh, the, the one that I worked with, the one that I worked with the most was Eric Trump, um, because he was kind of in charge of Chicago at the, or the mm-hmm. Chicago Hotel at the time. Because that's right. I want to say it was in 2009 or 2010 was when I worked there, and um, he was kind of the head honcho in charge. Mm-hmm. And there was one time where he came and he he met me and met you know I'm Eric I'm Farron Hi nice to meet you and then came back like three months later and remembered my name. 
Wow. And I was like, this guy, wow, you, you cannot so even, like, you know, my name is not an easy one to remember. And he was like, Farron, how's it going? And I was like, whoa, Eric Trump just spat out my name. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just kind of a little peon at this point, you know. So, um, but no, yeah, I mean, really nice people. As okay. far as what's going to happen from here on out, I mean, yeah. your guess is as good as mine. I but mean. as far as the business standpoint, they know what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's, let's all hope. Let's now, all hope that everyone gets treated that way. And, and I will say, there were there were complaints in Vegas that it wasn't like that. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of, I guess, it's kind of wherever you were. But at least in Chicago, I enjoyed yeah. my time there. Okay. So. I mean, it is a beautiful building. It is It is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love how the whole thing turned out when this guy won The Apprentice. He mm-hmm. picked that project, and now they live there. And that's pretty cool. It's just that now there's this, you know, thing about it that... Yeah. Everybody what hates what thing about it? Well, the whole Trump thing. <laughs> so he's now the president? Yeah. Yeah. Did he survive Bush? Yeah. <laughs> Bush is not the worst one anymore. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, we'll see I what mean, happens. I don't know. Yeah. We'll never know. I, I'm giving him a chance. I'm not Republican or anything at all. I don't agree. And you know what? That's that's really all you can do. And that's yeah. why, you know, we're actually, News Channel Line, we're going to be launching a political show s- soon here um, that yeah. I'm going to be the host of, the yeah. anchor for. Um, so I guess kind of like the Megyn Kelly of El Paso, I guess you could call it. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> but that's why I don't vote. Um, and it's it's nothing against the troops. Like, I, I honor those who fought and died for our freedom. But, like, for me not voting, I have no tie to any party. So I can question both sides, Democrat, Republican, mm-hmm. or whatever the hell you say you are. Oh, we got somebody I, that could be on your show. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's the thing is, is yeah, I want to bring all sides and talk about all the issues. I mean. Okay. You know, I got I got a guy. Shout out to Todd. Shout out to Todd. <laughs> Todd. Uh-oh. Todd Curry. He can't he's swear a, on air. A, he, well, he won't. No, he won't. He's a professor at UTEP, and he does that political science thing. So every time something happens here, like he was on TV a lot. Okay. You know. And we also have, we had Dr. Um, Panetta on the other day, yeah. um, who is also at UTEP. So, yeah. There you go. We'll so have to maybe, get more people. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get him. We'll mm-hmm. get him. You know, yeah, I'm so. sure he won't object to something like that. <laughs> as long as he can express his opinions, I guess. Oh, he will. And that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. He will. He will express. Oh. He's very good at that. He's, he's a good guy. <laughs> he's just kind of an a-hole sometimes. But he's a good guy. No, we love nice. him. He's, he's nice. Well, yeah, we understand him. He's he's from, what, Kalamazoo? Yeah. He's a oh Midwest my gosh. guy. Okay. He's so yeah. obviously he has that. We speak that, our that, minds in the Midwest. Exactly. <laughs> he has that attitude that, that you and I can understand from the Midwest people. But Is he Democratic or, or Democrat or Republican? Democrat. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. All right. Yay. You want to ask a question? Sure. No, no. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> Were you aware of this questionnaire that we have? He, he did tell me that okay, there was going to be questions and answers. Yeah. questionnaire. <laughs> Here we go. Question number one. What historical figure would you like to have a drink with? What would it be and why? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's easy. Um, Dead or alive. You know, it doesn't matter. I would want to sit down and have a drink with Freddie Mercury, the lead singer Oh, my queen. God. That he is, is like, awesome. That's a first. He's um, like one of my favorite people in the world um one queen is my favorite band um i grew up my dad my mom was um we sang broadway with her we did classic rock with my dad yeah so queen was kind of one of those first bands that i heard as a kid and the guy can sing three freaking octaves i think i think he has the best voice in rock and roll Mm -hmm. when people come up to me and say you know steve perry from uh journey i'm like whatever like freddie mercury (laughs) Um, but also too, like, I just love his style. I love his fat, like Mm -hmm. his fashion trends, how he just kind of was the step ahead of, he kind of just pushed the limits 
I love his one quote, I won't be a rock star, I'll be a legend. And he really is. And he is. Um, But also, too, just he was kind of the first one that I remember as a kid that, you know, who died of AIDS. And it was one of those things where he kind of started. I don't want to say he started the movement, but as a kid for me, hearing that, that kind of started that whole mentality for me. Um, But he just was an amazing performer. And I mean, there's. I I hear that he was an amazing guy, too. And that's the thing that is, they say he just really had the nice heart of gold. Guy. I mean, mm-hmm. one of his, la- the last album, uh, Made in Heaven, um, which I always say that song is going to be played at my eulogy or at my funeral, which, which I know it's probably morbid, but it's <laughs> Made in Heaven. Is the oh, okay, song. okay, okay. But there's gotcha. a song called Let Me Live, and mm-hmm. it was when he was literally on his deathbed and he still wanted to record. He just loved music so much, but he couldn't finish a lot of the verses. So all the other guys, like Brian May, the lead guitarist, came in and wow. stepped in and sang for him. And it's one of those things where you see, like, the band, you know, like just, it, I mean, a, a lot of the songs too are just legendary. Um, and just his, the way that he could just rat out, like, you know, write a song and write lyrics and stuff like that, it, to me, I would just love to sit and be like, where the hell did that all come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. And what would you drink with him? Yeah, what would you drink with him? Well, he was Armenian, so I don't know what they drink. But I, I would have him, I would have him say, say you call it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Exactly. Whatever, Whatever Armenians drink. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's ask the Kardashians. <laughs> Kardashians. Yeah. Kardashians. Um, like, I sometimes I drink like this. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That would not permit Freddie Mercury to talk like that. Or anything like, Dude, you're gay, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> but if you actually watch, there's one YouTube that he did where he sang for the Barcelona, the Olympics in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And he goes like, Dale. And oh, like the I love that. Goes, That's my favorite. And then there's another one where he starts singing his song and he just stops singing and everybody's singing his song. And mm-hmm. I was like, that would be the, That's to amazing. me, like if I could have a moment yeah. of like, like to live any moment, it would be to like, to have that with an audience where the audience is singing my own song back to me. Like it's yeah. that big. And that's where I think it's just, it's, he's just, he is a legend to me, at least. So that's who, I, that's who I would sit down with. Good one. <laughs> I approve. According to Google, <laughs> yeah. Armenians drink cognac. Oh. Cognac, okay. Yeah. Some of that go. yak. Yeah. <laughs> cognac. There we go. Anything else? That's it? That's it. Uh, okay, that's all they drink. Okay, so Kim Kardashian is, is, is full of shit. I can't fucking pronounce it. <laughs> Kardashian. Whatever. Kardashian. That girl. <laughs> no. uh, um, I, don't, I don't like them, but anyways. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. So I'm drinking a rattlesnake. Yes, you are. And uh, it has I, egg. It's got egg in it. That's oh, an yeah. absinthe. Egg white. Yeah. Okay. We do have a we do have a drink that has an egg yolk. And it's pretty good. What, which one is that? The the drunken tatanka ah. that used to be in the secret menu. Okay, okay. You can still make it. Hmm? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's I like the rattlesnake yeah. because it's it's got the absence yes. and it's got monkey shoulder. Well, you love absence. Monkey shoulder. What Mon- is that? It it's is a, a night- scotch. It's yeah. a blended scotch. Oh, okay. Very delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with my scotches, but the more oh, my but you, can, but you can do the accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery. So yeah. how much how much improv did you do? Like, do, are you very Ooh. comfortable with improv? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you watch Facebook Live. I mean, you could see, you could throw anything at me. And the biggest thing that a lot of people are like, how can I get into improv? Or what's like the first, like, what's the number one rule? The number one rule is you always say yes and. Yes and. So even if it's some a a load of crap line, it's just, okay, and, and you just have to go with it. The Uh the second, you want to stop a scene, you just say no. Like, yeah. you know, do you do this? No. Okay, end of scene. You know, like that's how it <laughs> and works. And scene. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, I did that. I did stand up. Um, it was fun, but it's it's a like I said, it's a tough life. My heart goes it out is. to every stand up comic, and it's one of those things that's kind of. Um, I hope it starts coming back, and that's why I'm glad Netflix is doing a lot more yeah. Netflix original yeah. stand ups mm-hmm. because stand up it, it, it it's the one way that people can kind of look at the world and laugh yeah. because the whole job of a comedian is to state the obvious and make fun of it mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. So um, it's hard because when you're on stage, you kind of go blank. Oh yeah. Because oh, I, yeah. I did. I did, took some classes. I'm acting classes and everything, and I'm just like. Uh, Mm-hmm. I can't, I <laughs> like two in your head or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's 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 tough. And yeah. I have friends that you know, a friend of mine, he always he's sticking with it, and mm-hmm. he works at Jamba Juice in Chicago, and he's mm-hmm. always like, oh my god, I hate this job. But then he talks about acting he's and wanting to like yeah. he had a show at Second City and all this, and mm-hmm. it's just like I admire him. Oh yeah, and there's for that. Th- what's what's awesome too is when I first moved here. Like literally, I want to say the first or second week, I met um, this girl Cat who was who's a stand-up comic oh, yeah, here. She's here. Oh, oh, Kat Kat yeah, okay. and yeah. they have the they have a whole stand-up comedy scene, scene here, here yeah. mm-hmm. which I was like, thank God, because I I mean, if anybody has ever if you if you've never gone out to a stand-up show, go because yeah. it's one of those things that you laugh your ass off, you have a great time, and it's just you you kind of get away from the reality of everything, yeah. and you. You're kind of able to step outside and laugh at it, you know. Yeah. So, they were oh, then maybe, I, maybe you I need to come over do. to our open mic sessions. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're usually here. They try. I, I feel like they they use us to try new stuff over here because it's uh they, they always have like different routines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and they, see what works and yeah. what doesn't. They test and that's it out what it's all them. about. Yeah, because yeah, every yeah. audience is different. Yeah, and a lot of those comics, I've heard their stuff multiple times, and there's been times where I've heard. One joke where it just it takes off, yeah, and it kills. And then, the, like the next like week, it'll people will be like, "What's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that's tough. Yeah, tough it's love. it's it's a tough business, and you gotta have really really thick skin. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. any any you know biz or any line of work that you're putting yourself out there in front of a bunch of people to yeah. point and laugh at you. <laughs> I mean, I, Do you have a role model? Is any of those people that you look up to and you want to <sighs> be like that? The stand-up comedians. My favorite stand-up comedian, I'd have to say, is George Carlin. Okay. I oh, love. I've seen him twice. Oh, I, I hate twice you. I hate you. I oh, never was able God, to see him as a kid. That was awesome. <laughs> you know what I love about him is he's almost like a philosopher. Yeah. Just oh, like the way God, that he yeah. explains everything. Thing. Yeah, I do also love um, Jim Gaffigan yes. just because uh-huh. he's a Midwest guy. He's from, uh, I believe, um, oh gosh, the name um, starts with an S and it's on the way to South Bend, not Cherville. Oh, um, uh, it'll come back to me, know. but it starts with an S, um, not Shreveport, something, some town in Indiana on the way to South Bend. And then I also love. Bill Burr, because he's just an angry Irish man for no reason, and he kind of speaks to me sometimes. And yeah. then my other new favorite that I've been watching a lot of is Sebastian Maniscalco. Hmm, haven't just, heard of him. Oh, oh you got to watch him on Netflix, because okay. he literally okay. s- talks about my childhood, about being the Italian kid where you have the lunch that you had to refrigerate at school and get a special permission slip for. Um, you know, how your mom always had an Entenmann's cookie or the Entenmann's cake in the fridge that you couldn't touch and it was only for when guests came over. I mean, he talks about growing up like an Italian and in yeah. Chicago and it's it literally is like sitting hey, there and reminiscing. cookies are the best. Uh-huh. Oh, Seriously. yeah. So, yeah. If you haven't seen uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, watch him. He's okay. hilarious. Okay. All right. So. Very nice. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. There's a lot. There's I mean, a lot more to us than just the news, you know. We're yeah. real people I've been, too. I've been watching a lot of comedy. Like, yeah, it, it it helps with the stress. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. It's good to laugh. Yeah, it is. So like Chelsea lately, I've been I've been reading Chelsea's book. 
Chelsea. Oh, how is it? It's, dude, I'm, I mean, obviously the only time that I have to read is when I sit in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, Cash I crack up. Honesty. I just like, I'm just reading <laughs> and I just crack up. And, and then you let loose. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> At least there would be no accidents there if it's too funny. You know? Come on the podcast, Chelsea. I, I love you can Chelsea. Sign her book. She's my uh-huh. she's like my power animal, and I always do a lot of British comedians. Like Eddie Izzard is my favorite. Oh, he's another good one too. Oh yeah. my god, I mm-hmm. love him. And and we were watching another one that has a Netflix show. Oh god, he's a British guy. Not Ricky Gervais. Well, I love Jacob. Yeah, I mm-hmm. fucking love him. But mm-hmm. there was another one that has a funny laugh, and he was at the no. roast. For, uh, oh, the one who does like yeah, really yeah. straight, like um, oh, like deadpan, sh- uh, deadpan delivery. No, not him. In a suit, uh, usually. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. I forgot his he name. Like, <laughs> yeah, he has that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's cool. So yeah, I'm trying to think who that is. I forgot his name. He we'll he does like the like, like yeah. really he has a funny dark humor. Like, dark humor. He's so very right British. Like this funny face. He has a, like a really weird looking face, and he has a crazy laugh very deadpan very very mm. yeah he's good yeah. he's good i know what you're so talking he's good. about yeah mm-hmm. no he's he's pretty good yeah i really like i like uh like weirdly enough i like people like warm-up comedians and how they do um crowd work like i really like paul f Tompkins. i really like jimmy pardo mm-hmm. and what i also like about them is they have podcasts and like um paul f Tompkins has like he does multiple improv podcasts mm-hmm. so I, and I love improv i just love how like a random moment will build up to just a really great laugh. Oh yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and it's it's not like a set; it's just like spontaneous, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of it too, where there really is an art to comedy. Yeah. Um, and oh, there's yeah. there's a lot of certain things, like you know, there's like the roundabouts where you know you have this one joke, and then you start telling a series of other jokes, and then you refer back to the other yeah. one. I mean, it's almost kind of like a big math puzzle that's also creating you know this entire picture at the end of it all. Um, so yeah, I mean. My hat goes off to any stand-up comedian yeah. because it's it's tough yeah. and it's you got to know you, the crowd. You, got, you have to be smart. You yeah. really do. A lot of people think you could just get up there and it's just oh, so many times I've heard people were oh you're so funny you should do this and it's like no this <laughs> is hard. it's tough it's hard and then yeah. dealing with the people who are like oh my god you're so offensive or somebody's you know yeah. it's mm-hmm. gonna happen There's gonna somebody's gonna everywhere. get offended yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah my respect so anyways if you were to die we don't want you to. <laughs> what beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back as? What beer, wine, or spirit? Yeah. It would have to be vodka. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that I can think of. It's any any type of vodka, any brand, or anything that Tito's you Tito's like. or Belvedere. Very nice. Ooh, um, Belvedere is from the homeland, as my dad says. There you go. Never Grey Goose, because my dad would always say, the French don't know how to make vodka. So <laughs> This um, is not the first time I've heard this. I know. <laughs> and, and, you know I think that's just a Polish-Russian guy the thing, Russian where it's, thing. you know, they've got to be very proud of where yeah, they come from, so you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But nice. the Texans, too. So <laughs> we have, we have really good I mean, do you think vodka. Texans can make vodka? Tito's? Tito's? Heck yeah, Tito's? they can. Okay. I, I, do, I like, I yeah, like Tito's. Tito's is great. Okay, mm-hmm. okay cool. Got a whole handle of that. Mm-hmm. Make a day out of it. Yeah. There is a lot of Texas vodkas. I, I enjoy them all. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Artisanal spring water vodka. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, they're I mean, all located in the same area, yeah. all by <coughs> Ranger Creek and all those. Like, you know, because they need the water. So mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Cool. Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> and and what, would you, what, like, what would you want people to, to drink you as, I guess? Like in a cocktail, in a shot? 
A shot around the rocks. Straight from the bottle. Okay. Or straight from the bottle, too. <laughs> Whatever they prefer. I think that's I'm a very fun. easygoing person. You know, however, if you've had a rough... Hey, it's like if it's one of those, hey, girl, having a rough day, and you've got to just chug from the bottle, you do that, you know? <laughs> that's our big thing in the newsroom. Hey, girl, having a rough day, you know? So <laughs> so now we know what to send her every now and then, some vodka and Portillo's. Oh, gosh. As, or as, um, what is it, uh, Stephanie, uh, she, she told me, she's like, yeah, I went to Chicago one time, and I went to this one hot dog place, Portillos, and I was like, <laughs> I was like you did not just Hispanicanize Portillos. It's Portillos, Illinois, right? Illinois. Portillos. I know, I was like, no, 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 it's Portillos, okay? It's Portillos. <laughs> that bear is Portillos, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know back then. You know, remember when they opened the first one in downtown Chicago? Oh, yeah. It was mm-hmm. huge. You're like, what is this place, Portillos? <laughs> what is this magical place, Portillos? <laughs> With these, this meat in between And it was buns. just like, either pick your Italian side or the hot dog side. So it's uh-huh. like, I usually go to the left side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds yep. amazing. Do you know the number one it's rule really about good. a Chicago hot dog? Lots of ketchup. ketchup. A lot of ketchup. Yeah. No ketchup. I always get shit from him because I do that. Sometimes I'm like, I want a Chicago dog. And then I'm like, ketchup <laughs> on the side. Like, <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. As long as you don't dip the pickle in ketchup. No, no, no. Ketchup is never supposed to go near. I'm a Chicago dog with a Vienna sausage. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. And here's the thing. Here's the thing is, is that ketchup, you don't need it because you got the fresh tomato right, on there, right. and that's why you got to keep it yeah. so far away from the and ketchup. And I like it, just it ruins when, it. You know what? I like it when they use that really green relish. Oh yeah, mm. it has to be that. Like oh yeah, neon green. Yeah, well, yeah, where yeah, it's like a yeah neon green. green. Yep. Mm-hmm. We That's almost think stuff. it's fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you it know? does look fake, it's but it's amazing. Fake. Yeah, it's like, is this fake green throw-up on this hot dog? Like, no. But yeah, no, it's real relish. Delicious. So only Portillo's, or is another place that you like your Chicago dogs from? You know, there was a place that kind of popped up for a while. It was called Buena Beef. They had pretty good hot dogs, but for the most part... Oh, actually, no. Hang on, I take that back. Yeah, I think it's on the it's on the south side of Chicago. My dad used to take me there as a kid. Uh-huh. It's called Johnny's. Did you ever go to Johnny's? Johnny's. Where is that? Where it's it was on the south side. Um, I want to say, oh gosh, like how south? Like by by Midway. Okay. By Midway. Johnny's. Um, Midway Airport for those yeah, who are yeah, listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> who don't know Chicago at all. It's I, by I Midway did live Airport. By that. <laughs> yeah, and so this, that's where my dad grew up. On, what was it? I think Fifteenth and Albany. My dad grew up. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And we then, have a we we have a house on 58th and Kildare, okay. where all the K's are. Where all, all the K's are, but you know, so it was Johnny's, and it was they had amazing hot dogs, and the big thing that they were known for was their Italian ice, and it was Ooh. like just this that's, gigantic that cup, so and they would like just like slap it in there, and I remember watching as oh, a kid. Man, Italian ice oh, was and it was, the best. and they had like the lemon chunks in there, and Yay. I remember every time I would go to my voice lessons downtown, my dad, whenever my dad would drive me back. Because <laughs> my mom was always the one that was like the carpool mom. But when my dad would take me, it was like, Dad, can we go to Johnny's? And he'd be like, hell, hell yeah, we're going to Johnny's. <laughs> and then my mom, when she wanted my dad to, to start cutting some weight, she always knew when she, she, we went to Johnny's because he would like, all right, we got to eat it before we get in the house, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd come back, and she'd go into his car, and she'd be like, God damn it, Stan, the car smells like freaking Johnny's. Because you, <laughs> you can smell the hot dog, you know? So, yeah, so she's like, you went to freaking Johnny's again. So, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice little childhood nice. memory there. <laughs> the the positive and negative of it. Mmm, <laughs> food. Oh. Uh-huh. What was the 
place that we moved when we were building the brown line. The, the, the place that you yeah, moved? Yeah, the <gasps> Chicago dog place. From Are you talking about Parkies? Did you guys ever go to Parkies? No. What is that? At? What, what place that you moved when what, the, the brown it, line? It, it used to be under the Montrose, what was Montrose brown line? Oh, the Montrose by, um, that's up north, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the brown line going north. Yeah. yeah. Is it Montrose or oh, Fullerton, one of Fullerton. those places, and they had like a like a hot dog stand underneath. And then we move it and... Uh, oh, when you move the actual building yeah. that you guys have to lift it up and take you it out. You moved and then a building for a project? It's, it's because it's historical. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. basically what we yeah. did, we just like reinforce it and move it, put it somewhere else, build it And then they had to move it, back, move it back, put it back when they remodeled. And wow. then like, let's say that the clearance is like this high from the building and to the actual You're train. Right, right, right. So yeah. it's it's really difficult to move. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's cool. But we, but, ha- we ended know, up closing the day. Because Erin from uh, Mesa always give, gives some shit about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We got to ask Erin then. Yeah. I, the all I know is Wiener Circle and the, oh, Home, De- yeah. the Home Depot in the north. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The <laughs> Home Depot on the <laughs> west side, too. Another place <laughs> you guys got to go to is, dogs. I want to say it's, um, what's the exit just before? It's uh, if off of 290. Uh-huh. It's um, not Austin, the one right before Austin. Or it might even be Austin. And it's kind of like the rough neighborhood as you keep going farther in. But you get off at Austin. There's a place called Parkies. And it's got the best fries you mm. will ever like the hot dogs are good but you go there for the fries because they literally have to double brown bag these fries there's so much grease oh my god but they are like they're like the fresh cut potato where i mean and they just are sopping with grease <laughs> but they are it's like when you want when you're just like you know what i'm in the mood for a heart attack that's where you go and Let's it's go to so Chicago. good Oh god! I'm like I'm going in May. I mean, I was actually thinking about going next week with one because of the house thing. Right, right, right. So, but I couldn't find a flight. You know, I can't. I have to come. Have we talked about the house thing on the podcast? No, we haven't talked about. I think we should do another hostful where we just we we discuss the saga of the house in (laughs) Chicago. Yeah, we still have a house in Chicago. Oh my god! At 58th and Kildare, and it was like big drama. We, we had to evict the guy, and finally, it's a whole thing. Last night. It's it's it's, it's a, a podcast of its own. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty much, uh-huh. yeah. It's it's a year full full of information. Yeah, uh, yeah. right. So and a lot of drinking. Yeah, probably. let's just get drunk talking so. about that story. <laughs> Reminiscing about Chicago. So, mm-hmm. what is your biggest extravagance? Home decor. <laughs> I can walk into Walmart or Target, and I have a list on my phone where it's like only laundry detergent, Farron, only toilet paper, only dog food, and that. I walk out with a brand new freaking office or like a brand new like like let's let's put up more pictures of my friends and I because these frames were on sale. I mean, just anything, a new blanket, new pillows, whatever. Home He's decor. Like, what is giving me the look? Why? Are you guilty of it, too? Because I I started interior design in Chicago, Uh. and every time I go somewhere, I'm like... Oh my God! Look at the curtain. No, honestly, in my next oh my life, God. I'm gonna come back and have my own show on HGTV because <laughs> no, and I'm 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 so I don't want to say OCD like where I should be medicated, but it's OCD in the sense that like I do like, I like you for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! It's it's OCD in the sense that like like in my closet, it's all color coded. And it starts with like like the t-shirts to the sweaters. Like it's, it's very much you know. Do you want to comment comment on that? The, comment, this is comment. me at Target, Michelle. Uh, you know that we had a list 
nothing from the list is in the card. And, and she's is like, eatable. bitch, what's your point? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Can we look at, oh my God, look at this stuff. You're like, um, I know we don't have anything, but these pillows are Nate on sale Berkus just for this stuff. hour. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, target, yeah. It's hard not to go in there and just want to buy everything. Even like, Walmart or whatever we go, it's like, do we really need this? Well, and the yes, thing about Walmart want, is that it's Juan, <laughs> you need that new pillow. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need to get in your car and get home. Like, <laughs> you need that pillow. Okay, mm-hmm. home decor. Home decor. Are you always on, like, on Pinterest, too? And mm. looking at all this Not so, well, really? uh, yes and no, but, like, I also, so I dated an engineer. My college sweetheart was an engineer, so I learned, <laughs> I know. Are you guys Why? the same person or something? <laughs> I have a feeling that there's, like, some kind of We have a saying romance. in Spanish <laughs> yeah. that we say, Dios las hace y ellas se juntan. What does that mean? That means God makes them, and they just, you know, somehow they find each other. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, I mean, he (laughs) was the type where he taught me how to level and how to frame, like how to, uh, you know, put up a picture or how to find the beams. Like when you go in my apartment, like you can see, like I mounted my TVs, like I did it all on my own. I built my own furniture, like all that stuff. I love like the kind of the handy (sighs) stuff. And then. Even like they had a, I got a mirror and they didn't have it in my, in the color that I wanted. So here I am like painting my mirror. My friends, my friends are like, what are you Jesus doing? Christ, I'm like, it's I not my color, it. but I'm painting it. He's like, okay, I don't need Juan's going to go drink. <laughs> but no, yeah. So I mean like, yeah. So I, I, I love doing kind of the, the home design stuff. So I mean, I, if I had more time away from like all the investigative stuff that we're doing, I would totally, you know, be on Pinterest more, but I love doing all that stuff. So do you do like investigative work for your job? Like, oh yeah, we're actually going to be starting an investigative team too, oh, wow. which is kind of it. Kind of kicked off a little bit this week, um, just with everything that's going on with city council. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean that was kind of what I did in South Bend too, okay. where I was uncovering a lot of these sexual assault cases mm-hmm. that were going on at Notre Dame that were kind of being swept under the rug. Right, yeah. um, and it's tough because you know. Here I am, the huge Notre Dame fan, and I'm, you're having a going up against a, a huge Catholic institution, right. and you know a, a football program that's world renowned. Yeah. You know, despite whatever just, record they have, yeah, that's it's tough. tough. And and you're what kinda, would Rudy do? What would Rudy do? Well, he would drink. <laughs> Rudy, I, I hear, is a really big drunk nowadays. Um, and that was the thing that is when I first came here. I don't know if you guys remember when Cathedral High School, they were talking about how they were going to have Lou Holtz come and, and speak to the kids mm-hmm. at Cathedral High School. Mm-hmm. Well, I had just gotten off. Okay, so right before I came here, I was covering Governor Mike Pence's campaign oh, wow. for Indiana. Oh, so, it's so I mean, I had, like, Governor Pence on speed dial, you know, and we were outside, staked out when Trump was at his house. Um, yeah. and, and I actually came here after on my interview, and they were all asking me, like, who do you think he's going to pick? Who do you think he's going to pick for his VP? And I'm like, Governor Pence. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because he's going to balance it out. He, the the ultra conservatives, he's going to, Governor gonna Pence gonna is going to cater to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of knew that a lot of this stuff kind of before I even, a lot of the election stuff was even going on, which they're like, we're going to have a political show that you're going to do. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, but no, so that's what I was doing before. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's tough when you're having to ask the tough questions and stuff like that, but, you know, somebody's yeah. got to do it. That's the role of journalism. It really is, you know? It's just, what sucks is that this election has kind of made it where people turn on the TV and they know, all right, when I watch Fox, I'm going to get the conservative side. When yeah. I watch MSNBC, I'm going to yeah. get the Democratic side. Yeah. Whereas I feel like local journalism is going to help 
revive and kind of rebirth what true journalism is supposed to be, which is speaking truth to power, holding our government leaders accountable. Mm -hmm. Where are your tax dollars going? And we're asking those questions for everybody out here. That's our job. Yeah. And sometimes you're not going to like us, you know, but you're going to respect us for doing it. So. Cheers to that. Sure. Actually, I have to cheer to yeah. that. Yeah, and that, that, again, and then it kind of goes back to the whole thing of why I don't vote, because it's like mm-hmm. I have no allegiance to anybody. Right. I'm not your friend, I'm not your enemy, but I am going to ask questions. You just got to keep it neutral. That's exactly. That's exactly. yeah. so, well, very we got, cool. We just got really deep there. That's a neat perspective. Yeah. I've never <laughs> thought of it that way. Very deep. Well, I mean, and that, and that was the whole—that was the whole reason why journalism was started. Is, is it was freedom of the press because it was supposed to hold all these people accountable. Yeah. And then when you see things starting to spiral, you know, like when you see Donald Trump saying things like "drain the swamp." Yeah. Do I do I necessarily think that everybody in Washington's corrupt? No, but I mean, it's gotten. I mean, you look at places like Chicago where they're all oh in bed God, with each other. Oh my God, that's the most corrupt one. Exactly, but it's like it's, again, it's a lot of it's drain the swamp. Yeah. It's, you got to a lot of these people. They kind of either know how to rig the system, or they know how to stay quiet, or they know how to, you mm-hmm. know, pass it off on this guy. And I didn't do anything wrong. And it's you got to hold these people accountable. So legal, Mm-hmm. Oh God, so like that's my whole thing. But oh. and it and it's and it's I will say it's tough when you're in a small town going up against a lot of people when you got to go up against the mayor in a small town or city council leaders in a small town or commissioners mm-hmm. in a small where everybody kind of knows each other yeah. or related to each other. Yeah. It's tough, but sometimes it, it. sometimes it's kind of like if you guys have seen the movie Spotlight. Sometimes it takes an outsider coming in to say mm-hmm. what's going on over here. Yeah. So you know. And that's kind of what's happening. I mean, the new, local news here is you guys are going to see is going to start to shift. Very cool. Big that's time. Really cool. So exciting. All right, let's talk about fun stuff now. <laughs> you have a motto. <laughs> Do you have a motto and what is it? Do I have a motto? Yeah. A oh, motto. A Chicago a motto. motto. Do I have a motto? <laughs> um, I'd want to say what would Jesus do, but... I mean, it's one of those things, like, I think just be, just be a good person. Just be honest and be a good person. I mean, that's kind of what I was raised it, to do. You know, yeah. my, my parents, I mean, I love them. I, and God bless them, too. I, I won the parent lottery. Both great people. My dad's a neurosurgeon. My mom's a nurse. Cool. Um, you know, love and take care of all their yeah. kids. So, I mean, it was just always kind of like, just be honest and do the right thing, you know. So, I guess kind of, it's, it's simple, but it's, sometimes it's, you know, keep it simple. Works a lot. It goes a lot. Goes gets a lot farther. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. of be good to each other. Exactly. And keep it so. simple. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I was gonna say the kiss method. Yeah. yeah the keep it simple, stupid. I learned that over there. Because of an engineer. No, no. Actually, Are you an engineer, Juan? I'm yeah. an engineer. That's, That's why you said it's like I'm just gonna go. Now. <laughs> what ki- what kind of engineer? I'm a civil engineer. Stop it. That's what my ex was. OMG. <laughs> Hashtag same life, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he oh, work? Yeah. Hmm? Where I mean, does like, he work? Yeah, the ex. Doesn't matter anymore. Well, oh, my ex? Yeah. Oh, he's in Indianapolis. He works for his dad now down oh, okay. in Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like all the engineers who can know each other. Yeah, and they brag. They like to brag. About what? Tell them. Oh, God. About How right you are? No, <laughs> no, no. This is me living in Chicago when I met him, and he was just like, you see the, the lakefront? You see that? That nice concrete steps? Oh, I did that. 
Oh. Do you see that? That that's he's train proud. station. I did that. And mm-hmm. he's like, you're like, oh, you know, I also see the beautiful sky. Yeah, did you do that again, too? But you know what? I, okay, this <laughs> yeah. is when I met him. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then like people would come over and visit, or met some friends, or whatever. And then it was the same line over and over. And I kept hearing, I'm like, God damn it, stop! <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of whatever I build. I know you are, why. but it's just, I, I'm the one that gets to hear it all the time. You're always talking about your bar, Michelle. God. <laughs> Well, just really proud of whatever. Hey, you know what, though? I, w- <laughs> I will say, engineers and what they do, I mean, I saw my ex's homework, and I was like, I am sure as hell happy I don't have to do that. Yeah, because that is true. Math was not my strong suit. Nope. Yeah, I'm nope. glad I never had to do differential calculus, equations. Calculus, what is that? I hate that. I, I, I was like, is, do I, I have to do this? Isn't there just a microphone I can talk I, to I, and I, instead I just, and get graded on that? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> just, just become famous. Exactly. Did you take, like, calculus for, like, artists or something? Like no, this was calculus? in high school in Juarez. Uh, I never graduated. I, we talked about this. What? You never graduated? I flunked and I didn't graduate. And then you didn't I graduate high to, school? No, I did not. And then I just moved to Chicago. And um, Somehow, like, they accepted they, they accepted me. I mean, come on, Chicago, Juarez. They don't understand how this You know, there works. is a big like, link I've seen thing, from like, El Paso, Juarez to Chicago. And I wonder yeah. what it is. Because I... Okay, uh, you guys I mean, are going to think I dated, like, a, 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 a here's another dealer. ex-boyfriend. An ex-boyfriend of mine was from was born and raised in Juarez. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Was born in Chihuahua, uh-huh. came through Juarez, lived in El Paso till he was four, and then grew up in Chicago. And that's where I first learned of what <laughs> El Paso know, was. I mean, I think it's the whole wow. industry thing and mm-hmm. the nautical thing as well. I mean, I think they go, yeah. So, yeah. That's what I heard. So they... I do yeah. love that show, though. Agent what? Pena. Narcos? Have you oh, seen na- Narcos? Oh my god. Agent Pena? Yeah. Yeah. You can arrest he's, me any day. <laughs> well, I'll take both of them. I like the blonde one. Mur- Murphy, the, 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 he, he Murphy, looks like yeah. my family. So well, I, Mur- uh, Murphy, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll take Murphy. You can take. Yeah, I've seen Pena. those guys my entire life. I'm like, I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> I need some of that Hispanic flair in my life now. <laughs> yeah. And my, my first go. crush ever, actually, I was just talking about this in the newsroom, was Enrique Iglesias. Really? OMG. Yeah, oh, I yeah. met him at the bar once. Yeah. Back. Enrique Iglesias was my very first really? crush, especially you know the here's how it goes, where it's like it sounds like <laughs> he's oh, like yeah, yeah. breathing with, in and out of the microphone. With the sweater, like you and me. No, did you did you ever listen to his songs in Spanish and how he started? I listened like, to "I Can Be Your Hero" in Spanish, and I was like, "Nah, sing it to me in my language." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. No, it was a experiencia religiosa. Remember that one? Oh, una experiencia religiosa. And girls would go like, oh, my God. And I was like, really? <laughs> but see, that is. like he's like, you know, he can't. He's constipated. Yeah, like yeah. constipated. Like, but see, then as I got older, though, and then when I dated um, the one Latin guy that I was saying um, yeah. that came through um, Juarez, he introduced me to Spanish music where it was like Marta Sanchez and Carlos Buete, who's like another one of nice. my favorites. Uh, um, uh, Juan Luis Guerra, like a lot of oh, those nice. guys. And so that's where I really, and I always loved Selena when I was a kid, too. So I always loved listening to Spanish music, but it was kind of one of those things where studying Spanish at the time, I didn't know what they were saying. So I was kind of like, nah, I don't, I, I don't care what you're saying. And then as, when I dated a Hispanic guy, it was like, hey, the translation's different, but it's yeah. kind of a deeper, a deeper um, meaning mm-hmm. as far as the Spanish language. And that's kind of when I learned, you know, oh, Spanish music is like a lot more deep. than Oh, yeah. You know, it's very emotional. Oh, yeah. I like emotional and deep. I like the romantics. 
All right, let's ask another question. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. anyway. Transition. <laughs> Transitioning to. Anyways. All right, so what would you do with a million dollars, tax-free? Tax-free, yeah. Um, you know, I would probably pay back my dad for college. Um, and probably, I don't know, it's one of those things, I'd probably give a big chunk to my parents because they paid for my voice lessons, piano lessons, guitar lessons, drum lessons, dance lessons, I mean, everything, you name it. I was, wow. involved in, I was involved in everything as a kid. And I know that that costs money nowadays. Yeah. And having six kids and having one kid be involved in everything, they were wow. probably like, God damn this girl, like, have her stop. <laughs> so I'd probably pay my parents back, probably buy a house. I don't, I don't, you know, it's kind of like that lavish lifestyle. That's like too much for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I like to be comfortable. My thing is, is, is as I get older, I just want, because I, I think it's hard, it's hard to find good people in this world. So I would just, I would be more, buy my house and then, you know, maybe put it all in savings or whatever, give some to charity. And then, yeah, just live a nice, happy life with my family and whatever. That's so. cool. That sounds good. I'm very down to earth. I'm not like this, you know, big news person. You know? <laughs> Just a big no. hair. That's all you do. Just the only thing that's big about me is my hair. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it. It always looks good. I'm like, God damn, I wish I had that volume. Velcro rollers, baby. <laughs> Velcro rollers. <laughs> well, yeah. That we could do work. a whole podcast on that. Trust me. Velcro rollers and makeup. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. She knows how to put on her makeup. <laughs> that was the mm-hmm. fun part. Hey, I had 5,000 viewers at one point, Juan. So wow. I made that. <laughs> That's what I call circling back to the joke. Why? <laughs> and improv 101. Exactly. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. Oh, oh man. And scene. <laughs> so can you can you like do some of your stand up or like just a joke from stand up? Do you ha- do you still remember that? Oh man. It's been so long. Probably not. No. I, especially you like when you to, get, when like, you get like yeah. a good you know a good buzz going, you're kind of like, oh man, how, I gotta remember that stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm still trying to like get past this last week. <laughs> Seriously, that was you a know? tough one. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna go. You didn't go. In. Go. Oh, oh, oh to the inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out that the way it was, the way it worked out, there was a lot of stu- a lot of security stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I was super excited. My whole family still went, um, but it was just kind of made more sense to have me as the female anchor here, and you know, the NBC also too was kind of covering everything, so it was kind of like, hey, you know, um, mm-hmm. we're going to keep you here instead. So, yeah, it was a bummer, but at the same time, with everything that happened this week. I'm glad I was here yeah. because that would have been really tough on Don. You guys to been handle. really busy with the whole gasolinazo thing. What is covering that as well? Covering that, covering now the Texas Rangers investigating four city council members and the mayor. Um, yeah, we've been going through 1,500 pages of stuff of of wow. allegations of against you know a rolling quorum that you know they they allegedly right. might have right. had. Yeah. So oh, to Jesus. me. Like, yes, the inauguration's a big deal, but also it's kind of more, I don't want to say exciting, but it's more like it hits home when it's right here. It's like, okay, we're making a difference here, and we're uncovering this stuff. I'd rather be on that than something that everyone is looking at, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just feel like it's it's more impactful. So that's just me. Cool. That's really cool. Making positive change in El Paso. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. (laughs) <laughs> I hope Gonna so. try one day at a time, right? Mm-hmm. I support that. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
So what do you do when you get drunk? Mm. Talk about having a little There's, Okay, us. if you ask my, my really good friends here, they're going to tell you one of two things. A, I start singing just because hey. that's what I do. And usually I start singing Selena to prove to everybody oh here. God. like usually, yes. usually I start singing Selena just to prove to everybody here, hey, like... I know Hispanic culture. Like, <laughs> just because I'm white doesn't mean I know what I'm you guys like. I'm not an outsider. Like. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she starts building out a bitty bitty bomb bomb. That or, como, or usually or it's como, como la flor. Como la flor nice. is my favorite. Um, so I start belting out that. Or if Britney Spears comes on, I just Oops, dance. You did it again. I huh? dance. Oops. I dance. Oops. I dance for the Bulls for two years. So I mean, I love music. You were a lovable. I was a lovable. I told you. You know, you know what a lovable is. Of course. I loved going around and be, people being like, so what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm a lovable. And they're like, what's that? What the hell that is? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I clearly, nope, not making a difference with this oh, job. Man. <laughs> So. I did see the Bulls. I mean, I didn't see that awesome team that won everything. I never. Yeah, yeah I was a kid yeah, when that happened. Yeah, me too. I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, when was this? Ninety. It was ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, yeah. ninety. In one of those, is like there was like riots in the city. They were turning up cars and shit on fire and something like that. Like Maybe. people were celebrating that like was the last crazy. One. Oh yeah, I think it was ninety, ninety one, ninety two, and then there uh-huh. was a year off, and then ninety four, ninety five, yeah. ninety six. I think. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that was good. I. I, I mean, that. it was. And actually, when I was on the team. My coach was a lovable during that time. <laughs> really? So, I mean, she How has the cool. rings and everything. Oh, and it was like, damn. Cool. I mean, Those like, yeah. Girls, I mean, damn. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, and a lot of people always think of the Laker girls. And to be honest, no. like, I'm no. just going to like. No, well, we're, well, you know, being from Chicago and you guys having a place in Chicago, you guys know the lovables. But, like, usually in the NBA dance world, everybody thinks the Laker girls. But the Chicago lovables were the first NBA team before that it was the Chicago Honey Bears that was started by the coach that started the Lovables so so it was, her name's Kathy Kaur she started the Honey Bears and then started the Lovables too but after the 85 Bears the Honey Bears were taken after they won the Super Bowl uh-huh. they were axed after the Super okay. Bowl shuffle exactly they were axed so then all the Honey Bears went over to dance for the Bulls and then they called oh. them the Lovables Okay. They were first, then it was the Laker girls, but what made the Laker girls famous was Paula Abdul. Okay. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what the I big thing was. I always remember Lovables. I remember my, I think my dad had a poster of that. <laughs> he might have. It, it was kind of. Mm, we, yeah. we give him out but like candy. But you know what I really liked? It was the whole, um, como se dice, the whole, that they were not all blonde. Oh, Okay. Yes. Savers. And Diversity. actually, thank you very much. If you want me to really like break it down for you, we could do a whole podcast on this. <laughs> so basically, they it's like literally like we we called it like equal opportunity mm-hmm. employment for mm-hmm. lovables. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it was like you had twenty five girls. Yeah. You had you know for example, and then you had five squads of five. So on each squad, you'd have a white girl or like a blonde girl, a brunette girl, a redhead. Um, either an Asian girl or a Hispanic girl, and then a black girl. Mm-hmm. Nice. Each squad had that nice. to it. And then for each game, you had selected games, and it was like squad, you know, since you had like squad one, two, three, and four, squad one and two were game A. Squad three and four were, were game B. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then five and one were game C. And it, like you knew what games you were in, but you always were with a different set of girls. And it literally... Yeah. I remember. My respect level for football players and having to memorize plays went up so much. 
Like when, when people say that football players are dumb, no. For them to memorize all these plays, I had to memorize formations, not only by like where I went for each game, but then we went by like height, by who was on what side, because you had to have like, I mean, it, it was the most insane thing. And like, again, football players having to wow. memorize all these different positions yeah. and formations, we did the same exact thing. And there were times where I, like, we'd be out on the floor and girls were going to the wrong spot, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, shoot, I'm remembering from last game. Because we had to try out every game. Wow. And I wasn't against every other girl on the squad. Yeah. I was against every blonde girl for that routine. <laughs> and if I happened to do that routine the best, I was in that game. And so when I first started, I kind of. I, I got by, I did all my games, and then it was like, I mean, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. I was a really good dancer, <laughs> so I started beating out a lot of the veterans. So I was literally in every single game. So it was like, hang on, wait, where are my positions tonight? I yeah. mean, it was, and you have a game every two days. Wow. And when so, was this that you were lovable? <laughs> 2009 to 2011. Can we Google this? Did you, you ever can, meet yeah. Joaquin Noah? I used to do a ton of promos with oh Joakim Noah. Oh, God, he's so cute. And, and, and the, my other favorite guy was Luol Deng and then Kirk Heinrich, too. Okay. So those were my three guys that they always paired me up with with promos. Oh, and, I mean, we, really had, we had a blast. Oh, yeah. really, We had a blast. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, and, that's, and that's, like, one of the things, that, like, like, meeting a lot of, like, the local big athletes out here, like, like for example, like Ed Stansbury, who's, like, one of the guys on um, the NC9 Sports. Like, we, uh-huh. we always say, like, we understand, we get it, like, where you're in, like, these big events and these big arenas and there's all these people and, like, you know, we're really just down-to-earth people, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, and you see a lot of these people, you know, out and about and, yeah, so it's That's fun. Cool. That's really mm-hmm. cool. He, I think he's looking you up. Yeah, I think I found something. Oh, is that you? I, I, I think I might have even have it is on that, my Facebook. Is that you? Let me see. Show. 20 pounds ago? Yeah. That's oh me. my god! Yeah. I, I have more pictures too on my phone. <laughs> uh oh! Yeah. This podcast is gonna be good. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> picture, but we're gonna get a lot of fans now. Uh huh. <laughs> oh wow! Interesting, interesting. You know, I I really like the bubbles, but I like the thing that I enjoy the most every single game of the bulls is the balloon that they fly around the the bull that they fly and. Uh, they oh, the little blimp thing that yeah, drops the, the stuff. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that, I think that, that was really cool. I, I always cool. freaking enjoy it. The thing that was always funny, too, is like when we would get out there and we would dance, because our thing was is we had a routine. that we, we sat on the sidelines the whole time, which now is not allowed on the NBA at all anymore. Oh, But we used okay. to sit on the sidelines every game, uh-huh. and then we had the first timeout of the second quarter, which is when we went out and did like whatever routine we were practicing that week mm-hmm. that we tried out for. And then during the fourth quarter, it was every single timeout. And when you're in your third overtime against Cleveland, when this is back when LeBron James was playing Cleveland, uh, with oh, Cleveland, yeah. I literally lost 10 pounds in that game because it was every single freaking timeout we had to go out Holy there. Sh- and it was, you know, whoop, there it is. And you're like, whoop, like I want to die. You know, like, and you are just sweating and you got to whip your hair around and you're like, I, I, what, why am I doing this for, pe- for peanuts, you know? But yeah, there was nothing like an opening, like the opening of the game. Oh, that the that's best. what I say too. That was it. And now, oh my god, the Bulls one was the best. I still get chills. From now, it. I mean, it yeah. is a Blackhawks because we're a big. <clears throat> all right, so there. If you want to scroll yeah. through, that's those Holy are all the pictures. Holy, look yeah. at that! Yeah, twenty oh pounds my ago. My God, 
Rotham, chill out. We're looking at the pictures. And that's and oh sorry for the silence. God. <laughs> oh, and and I'll I'll tell you what my diet was. We'll, a cheeseburger. We'll share that. Of course, of course. A cheeseburger a day, but it's I danced Chicago my butt thing off because you're gonna yeah. But uh, no, I, I figured calories. I get I get the I get like the you know like. You met Jeremy Piven? Yes. I oh did. my god. <laughs> Jesus. I met a lot of those guys. Yeah. Oh my god. We'll, we'll have to share this album to our to our page. <laughs> For sure. Uh, we'll wow. share it all. But yeah. Oh yeah, it was a blast. That is so but cool. That's really cool. I'm actually cool. jealous now that he that she met Jeremy Pivot. He I will say he was really nice. I he's hear a nice that guy. He's, yeah, I hear that mm-hmm. his whole family is really he's nice. And he's a Chicagoan. Yeah. Mom is super nice. What's the crazy though is I met Vince Vaughn more from via like through Notre Dame than I did Jeremy Piven through the Bulls. Was he nice? Jeremy Piven was really nice. Vince no, Vaughn, Vince super Vaughn. nice. Okay. So, and he's like six, six. I want to say. Yeah, like, he, saw, he looks like he plays yeah, in the NBA, huge. too. I saw yeah. him at Whole Foods once in North Avenue. He, at he's Whole tall. Foods in North Avenue? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's very tall. But he's, he's, uh, I saw him actually on the yeah, plane. You, went, you weren't there. Oh. I saw <laughs> You weren't there, Michelle. Well, no, it was, it was one of those times, and I went to get some beers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I wasn't there. Yeah, you Yay. were not. You there. go get beer and and, and He see brought it to El Paso. No, I mean, I didn't, I didn't meet him. I was like, oh, that's your. Oh, you just saw him from far away. Yeah, okay. it was, it was next. It to was like bound to happen in Chicago. He was like, hey, that Vince, you see those concrete steps out there? <laughs> <laughs> I made those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did that. You know the red line or whatever you had that uh-huh. movie with Jennifer Aniston? I, I made, made that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's gonna, that's going to be the reoccurring like, joke, Juan. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you know. Did, did they film that movie in Skylark? Skylark? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yes. Yeah, they did. Uh huh. I love that bar. I miss yeah. that bar. You know, Skylark. I never got a chance to go in there, but I would always pass by it because we went to. Um, gosh, there's a place right next door. It's not. Is it? It's not Blackbird. No, or? it's. We know we're no. at the Blackbird now. Um, the Black Orchid. No, 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 no. You're getting all confused. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm we, confused. No, yeah, we're at Black Orchid. I think it was called Black Bird at the time. That was it had a great brunch. But Remember wasn't it was that downtown? No, no, no. no it was, was it like was like a, the next block over from... Oh, from Skylark. From Skylark. On Halstead yeah, 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 yeah. around there? Um, Something around, yeah. I don't Either, remember there was, that place. Might have been Black Bird or somewhere yeah. else. I don't yeah. know. Well, we, need, we need more drinks? Is that what you're saying? Do you want to place an order? Yes, yeah. we need more. I'll drinks. have a number five with a, <laughs> with a diet coke. <laughs> I wish I could say. Actually, I know your one question was: is what what is your food? Yeah, what you do you get? eat when you're drunk? Yeah, it's McDonald's. Every one of my girlfriends and and one. guy friends at the newsroom, they know. They're like. So do you get the number five? No, I get the number one. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I, I go big or go home. Like you go, you go the Big Mac. Yeah, uh-huh. Big Mac, extra large fries. <laughs> Actually, it was funny because like the other night, um, I forget where we were, but um, my girlfriend and we were walking through McDonald's, and mm-hmm. or no, we, we go to sit down at McDonald's. We take an Uber to McDonald's, and we're <laughs> sitting there. And um, I'm like, I'm going to get a number one and then a double cheeseburger meal and then this. And then I like, because you know, my girlfriend was sitting down at the table. And then all of a sudden, like, they call the order number and there's like four drinks and like oh four God. meals. Oh, and man. she's like, who's this for? And I was like, us. And she's like, there's two of us. I'm like, in case we get hungrier, <laughs> we don't have to go back up and order again. We can get again. seconds. We can take it home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, God, why what do I feel I like do? regret? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> why do I feel like regret? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, know. I hate I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Because it's like, you can do so well. Be like, I'm going to watch my calories. You know, 
Make sure I eat decently. You know what? You live in Chicago. That's a tough one. It is very hard. I was going to say, you get home and you're like, you know what I could really go for? Deep dish pizza. Everything. Yeah, I with need extra a Giro. Cheese. Can yeah. I get a Giro with extra, uh, what's that? I want sauce? some feta and I want uh, some tzatziki. Give me a, yeah, give me a, a giant pizza with a side order of diabetes and cholesterol. Yeah. <laughs> Corned beef or uh-huh. uh, Reuben. Or eating just, drunk You know what's the best good. thing? I really miss going to any of these like Jewish or Greek Did you ever go to Manny's? Restaurants, like just to have breakfast. Did you ever go to Manny's? Where was that? Manny's was on, I want to say, oh, God, my dad would know for sure. But I want to say it was like the southwest side. But every time, like, it was the matzo bowl soup. The matzo oh, bowl yeah. soup. And it was, I don't my dad remember going They have a there. Manny's. But, I mean, all these restaurants, they always have that. The Manny's, there yeah. is a Manny's in, um, I want to say it's Midway Airport. Because my dad's always like, I want to fly out of Midway. I want matzo ball soup before I go. And we're like, Manny's, that's a great Manny's, reason Manny's. to pick that, that airport. <laughs> Where was that one? Where was that? What are you guys doing? Is this Cicero? I don't know. Cicero and Archer? There was a lot of restaurants there. Oh, I'm sure. But I I mean, mean, the matzo ball soup, you find a good one? Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, what do you want? He's he's taking an order. He's taking an order. He's taking an order. Uh, Let's see. All right. Well, talking about what pisses us off, what is your pet peeve? What's my pet peeve? Yeah, what do you like? Eh? Okay, so as I worked in the service industry for a long time, I started as a waitress when I was 16, started mm-hmm. bartending when I was 20. I cannot stand when people walk in and it's your fault that they're having a bad day. Oh, Leave yeah. You're toed you with take it your freaking you. shoes. I can't stand that. And I don't understand. And maybe it's because. My mom's a big giver, and so, like, everybody says I'm the most, out of all the kids, I'm the most like my mom. So it's like, if you're having a bad day, even if I'm having a bad day, I want to make sure that you're having a, your, your day gets better. But it's just, and that's why I think the service industry works so, I work so well in it as mm-hmm. a bartender for so long. But I just, I could not stand when people were rude to you for just for the sake of being rude because yeah. they yeah. had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. punching bag. That really pisses me off because it's just one of those things where it's like, again, just be a nice person. Yeah. I'm not saying you gotta fake it, but just if anything, just be quiet then. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. I'd rather you not talk to me, just here, here have your yeah. drink, and then maybe later you'll yeah. be open to it. Yeah, and that's the one thing that I think people don't appreciate, like with for people who do work in the service in- industry. Like, yeah. you're, you're practically a therapist sometimes. Oh, oh yeah. Unpaid too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not even, I mean, like, that's the one reason why, like, my kids in the future will work a service yeah, job. Yeah, I want to do the same thing. Oh, that's how you pay yeah. your dues and learn how to, you know, that's to the deal people with skills. Humans. Yeah. People mm-hmm. skills. Yeah. And not yeah. only that, I think it, it establishes work ethic. And yeah. you learn, I learned at a very young age at 16, because I, I, I will never forget this. I told, my dad was like, you're going to, you know, he said, if you get a 4.0, you can get a car. I'll buy you a car for your 16th birthday. And my dad could afford to buy me a car, you know. Mm-hmm. But... It was one of those things where I got a 398. Ooh. And he's like, it's not a 40, Farron. And I was like, but dad, you know, and he was like, it's you can get any car you want. You know, you can get a Mercedes, you can get a Jeep, you can get this, but you're going to pay for it. And it was like, <laughs> oh, damn you. Da-. Like ice cold, dad. But you know what? I start, and I remember I, before that, I, was, I always looked at like waiters and waitresses. And I was like, I'm never going to work that job. And here I was. I, I wasn't like, I don't want to say like I was a rich bitch, you know, because I always said my parents were rich, but like we never had designer stuff. Like we shopped at Target. Like we were very yeah. modest. Yeah. Um, but I remember I always used to kind of look down on it. And then I realized like working at, like 
the harder you work, the, the more money you make. And it was at a very young age, that's where I learned the value of a dollar. Mm -hmm. And the more you hustle, the more you're going to make. Mm -hmm. And to me, it that was... It you down oh, a yeah. lot. Because I, I, I remember as a kid, like, you would see the waiters and stuff. And, like, as a kid, you get, it doesn't, like, kind of register in your head yet. You just yeah. think, like, these, these people are, like, weird servants, you know. But yeah. then, like, as you start to get older, you're like, oh, you know, these people are, you know, making a living out of this. Mm -hmm. So that's why I always go above and beyond whenever I'm out with bartenders. And I always say, like, hey, you know, I, I get it. You're busy whenever you get to me. Don't even yeah. worry. You know, because it's like that weird respect yeah. with the service industry yeah. where, where you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, obviously, we're in, we're in it. So right. we do respect a lot of people. You're that. in the shits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in the weeds, as they call in it. In the weeds. weeds. I don't know about the shit. But in the well, weeds. that's like, like a Vietnam term. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. But I mean, the other thing too is that I mean, being in the service industry, like we were, you were talking about, you know, being an unpaid therapist, or yeah. we were talking about that before. That helped me learn how to going into journalism to talk to anybody because yeah. I mean, I'm literally a salesperson selling you the idea of going on camera and talking yeah. to me and yeah. giving me your your viewpoint, mm -hmm. and a lot of people. The first thing they want to do is they want to know, can I trust you in journalism? And it's it's, it's one of those things where... Yeah, you're you, not going to put me in the spot. Exactly. And you yeah. got to learn real quick how to open yourself up to say, hey, you can trust me, you know. And you have to... I don't want to say you have to be believable, mm -hmm. but it's, you have to be genuine about it. And you actually do have to follow through. And that's where a lot of journalists I see where they have problems because it's like they're not genuine. People feel like they're going to throw them under the bus because they probably will. Yeah. You know, and that's where it's like, no, if you're a source for me and you're going to tell me secrets and we're going to run with this story, it's going to yeah. stay that way, you know, so. Is there a journalist in particular that you really admire and look up to? When I was younger, I mean, I kind of watched a lot of different aspects. I watched Joan London, who was on the, uh, the, the, the morning, morning show. show. I used to watch Jane Pauley, who I actually got to interview because she's from really? Indiana. Oh, cool. um, yeah, she's from Indiana. So she was on the Today Show for a long time. Um, I love Diane Sawyer because I thought that she was very She's composed hot. during, and, and everybody talks about, you know, how she was yeah. a beauty queen and she's beautiful, but yeah. the thing about her is she doesn't get emotional, um, during a lot of her interviews. She, she stays calm. Yeah. Um, there's times too where, you know, I do respect people like, you know, Anderson Cooper, Bill O'Reilly, where they're, but they're more editorial journalists mm -hmm, as right. I call them nowadays but mm -hmm. I do respect that they they go toe to toe with people I think that's that, and again it kind of goes back to the whole idea that that's our job yeah, yeah. so but yeah wow do you so. think you ever gonna do like national news like go to New York or any of those shows do you, you know, want to yeah <sighs> when I was younger I really really did mm -hmm. um, but now seeing like with this last election like for example Megan Kelly has three little kids yeah I don't think she's seen them since 2015, you know, like, I mean, it was just uh, until now, you know, like they, they were all over the place, you know, going here, going there. I mean, especially all the debates. Yeah. I would either like to get more like, uh, like, like, for example, here, having my own political show where I can constantly do that on my own and have kind of mm -hmm. still maintain like a, a normal life mm -hmm. or, oh, sorry, or, or, um, going to Congress or, or going to politics. Just because it's always always kind of like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'd vote for you. <laughs> you would? He'll vote yeah. for you. I got one vote, guys. One vote. <laughs> Almost gonna, there. Juan, help me convince these two. 
<laughs> so you, would you like to be some sort of Martha Raddatz type or not that? As far as, far as like... The politic involvement reporter type person. Um... My thing is, is, and this is the one reason where I thought, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it'd be kind of fun to go into politics because I know all aspects of the coverage with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I know how these people cover up stuff, how they keep stuff under wraps, or yeah. how they present things. Mm-hmm. And to me, it'd be kind of fun to say, hey, like, I've seen both sides of the coin, and... It'd be kind of fun to say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be as transparent as hell, and mm-hmm. what you see is what you get. And I, that's where that's cool. I do think it's cool with Donald Trump saying, you know, drain the swamp. Yeah. And even putting in term limits, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. so I, just, I think that's what his problem is when he calls off journalists and, you know, all the media that he mm-hmm. really doesn't like. And I understand that. Like, you never know if it's true or if it's a complete story or what. Right. And here we are blaming the guy. It's like, oh, he's such an asshole. Well, you don't know how much they edit. How you don't know exactly yeah. what they talk behind closed What's doors. What's out of context? Right. Like so. And a lot of the a lot of the big networks can kind of get away with skewing the story whatever way they want to. Yeah. Local news, you'll find out real quick because mm-hmm. somebody knows somebody who knows somebody's cousin's roommate's aunt's brother's dog. <laughs> so now you know? you know, Ralph. We can call her up. Woo. Oh, yeah. True story. You know? (laughs) I I mean, and plus, I mean, like, for example, just in the case of this week with the city council, I mean, you saw the security video. It's not like we can skew it any which way that we want to. I mean, it's just that's, we put it out there, that's what it is, you know? So, yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah, that's my whole deal. Cool. Is there a guilty pleasure? Do you have a guilty pleasure? Oh my gosh! Besides McDonald's, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to stay away from McDonald's. I, I, I got really sick the last time. I was gonna say my guilty pleasure is just like uh, probably like French fries, like junk, <laughs> like junk food, like junk food. French oh man! Fries. I and had you know what it is? Recently, it was amazing. Where? Uh, at Picacho Peak Brewing. Really? Shout out to them, yeah. Oh, see, I haven't had like. I've never had poutine. Or I, I might have, but I I don't know if I have or not. I, I, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, it's just like it. French fries, yeah, right? I'd with a bunch of with crap on it. With beef gravy, and um, you're supposed to get, like, cheese curds on it. But people usually, we don't have that here because we're not in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So we have, like, cheddar. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was, yeah. it was delicious, but it was a lot of fries. I was like, okay, this is a mistake. No. Like run like 10 miles I would just this. keep the fries. The other stuff looks like vomit on it. I'm it, sorry, it was delicious. It was I love cheese curds. I like the nice, sticky, chewy, the squeaky, squeaky mm-hmm. ones, but not on fries. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Okay, give me two separate. How about a bag of squeaky cheese curds? Okay, and a bag I, can, of fries. I can see that. I can see I'm that. okay with that. That'd be good. Let them mix inside me. Not, not a <laughs> they, can mix, <laughs> they can mix on their own. They can mix on their own. Yeah, like me. So, what are your favorite fries other than, like, I guess that McDonald's. one in, in Chicago? The yeah, the Parkies. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, well, yeah there you go. Um, I do like McDonald's better than Burger King. I agree. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Probably, yeah, probably McDonald's as, as of right now. Because I, I, I just. I haven't had a chance to like really go around and try all the different you right. know food. I mean, I haven't even tried Chico's tacos yet. <gasps> what? I know. Yes. I mean, Give you've me been crap. here since August. Yeah. Okay. That that she's got. I yeah. guess. I got time. I, guess. I, guess. I mean, and here's the funny thing: is my family when right when they got here for the first time in El Paso ever in December, the first place they want to go eat 
Whataburger. <laughs> I'm like, sense. why? Okay. And they're like, we, we don't have it anywhere. We yeah. don't have Whataburger in the Midwest. And I was like, all right, well, go to Whataburger, I guess. And my mom's like putting on like her nice little outfit. I'm like, mom, <laughs> it's Whataburger. this is like McDonald's. <laughs> you realize that, right? And she was like, really? Like, they have no idea. You know, That's it was so crazy. cute. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. White Castle. Like, Oh, oh my oh God. God. Yeah. You d- I is there a White, White Castle, Castle around here? No. no. I wish. It's a Midwest thing. No. It's a Midwest When I was going to college in upstate New York, there was a chance where I could have like had like a four-hour road trip to get White Castle somewhere else. And Didn't I was they like, make a movie about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harold and Coomer. <laughs> yes. And I was like, Harold do I want to do this? I was like, White Castle. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I really... So what did, what, now we got new drinks here, and they actually made you a mule with Tito's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love mules. A Moscow mule. It's a Texas mule because it's Tito's. Yeah, it's made with Austin Tito's mule or whatever we called it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't it's, know what you have it's one. A, it's I got a Sasserag. What, what, what is that? That is that uh, that bison vodka. I don't know. What's uh, it called? Yours? Yeah, I he, he no made idea. something using bison vodka. And um, you got the Sasserag over there. Yeah. And I got a Sotol Negroni. Ooh, a Negroni. Ooh. Yeah, but made with Sotol. Instead of gin, yeah. Okay. And then wow. didn't you get a, a new bottle of Mezcal or something? Yes, we have a new bottle of Mezcal in the house. Yeah. Really, Ayo. really good Mezcal. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, like, I like my Mexican spirits, actually. And, um, He's I called, the, well, I'm not going to reveal it. Then. Yeah, you no. talk about it later on another podcast. He has an Instagram page, and he loves all spirits, Mexican spirits. Really? Yeah. He's really into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he's from yeah. Guadalajara. I mean, when we met, he's like, oh, we invented tequila. And I'm like, no, we you didn't. Invented where I live. You see that? I made that. You see that? <laughs> I made exactly. that. Exactly. And then we'll I made yeah, that. But, but that, maybe that's why I don't, I, I have trouble with it. It's when I met him. We were at oh, that place. Man. What was the name of that place? Oh. Flatwater Grill. Yeah. Which was on, what was it? Is it Clark? It Clark is. by the lake, like by the riverfront. The riverfront. It is. You have uh, to go downstairs. Trump Tower didn't exist back then, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a block, like a away, block from away from, from, Trump, from, from right. Trump Tower. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we met. And that was like one of the first things he said. Of course, I was looking for Euro French circle women. because we're both European. Yeah. <laughs> she I was looking for. I, I was looking for a little fun. Enrique. Mm-hmm. I met yeah. a Russian guy. And a Mexican dude. And a Mexican dude. I was like, dude, you're not a European. Well, what am I talking about? And I went, <laughs> I, I I went like, in there with my Peruvian boss. Okay? Either, so. <laughs> I went in there with my Peruvian boss, and we wanted to meet European guys, and I ended up meeting this one in Mary. I went over there with my Venezuelan yeah. friend, and we wanted to we wanted to <laughs> just so off. Yeah, we wanted to meet European girls. Yeah, That's and, funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he told me, like, I'm from the greatest city in <laughs> I'm like, I'm Aww. from Juarez. You don't say that to a Juarez person. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. But anyways, it's a whole different Aww. podcast. Well, cheers, guys. <laughs> oh. Let's cheer with this. Yay. Cheers. Okay. So how many questions almost, do you have? We, I think we got like a couple we, we, we more, did. and that's we're almost done. No, say so that. Okay. Then I'm going to ask like, you guys some questions. Sure. You can. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. Right I mean, now? Yeah, because I think we've, I, mean, we've 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 I, I just have, like, like, what is your power animal? Or your spirit power animal. animal. My spirit, spirit animal? Power animal, spirit animal, I don't know, like, the one that tells you to slide. What? Slide. Remember <laughs> from that movie, Fight Club? Oh. Find your power animal, and it's a penguin, and it's just like, slide. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what mine would be. Huh. Maybe, like, a tiger or something like that. I don't know. I'm sure. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Maybe a tiger. I mean, what is your sign? 
I'm a Scorpio. Oh. <laughs> You're like, want, oh, that makes you want sense. A Scorpio? Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say a scorpion, but I was like, that's probably going to sound a little intense. So I'll just go with a tiger. <laughs> I think I'm the year of the tiger, too, actually. So, so you're a tiger with a scorpion tail. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I mean, if we're going by our, by our Chinese. A skyger. A skyger. That's what I am. A skyger. Um, what is a Sagittarius? A liger is a lion and a tiger. What is a minotaur? Is a minotaur? Like a goat thing? That half dude, half Oh, like a like a satyr? Wait, a centaur? It's a centaur. Really? A centaur? Yeah, that's Sagittarius, oh. and and my Chinese is a cock. <laughs> so I'm a cocky. <laughs> <laughs> cocky centaur. Hey yo. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You can you can ask us some questions just so you don't okay. you, know, you feel comfortable. So this is your journalism. Side. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. So I guess kind of what got this whole thing started? Just I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an out of towner. I'm from Chicago. I just happened to pass by this bar and <laughs> walked in, and you guys said you wanted to sit and talk with me. And what started the whole thing? Well, it's talk about love of drinks. Yeah, I mean, well, first I think, I mean, we're rooted in in the Black Orchid Lounge. Mm-hmm. So you guys wanted to bring down like the kind of class and drinking that you have in Chicago and bring that to El Paso. Yeah. And then, I mean, from that, I, 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 I love this bar. This was like, this is my second home. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And so... It's I, soon to be mine, by the way. <laughs> so I'll, I'll find my bed in the back. <laughs> so like, we got to know each other. Um, and then I, I have all this podcast equipment. Yep. And so one day we were at, we were at Tradecraft. We were at Tradecraft. And we were just discussing, we were just like... Discussing. We should do something. Yeah. What would we do? We like to drink. Oh, we should talk about drinks. What would we call it? And, you know, it kind of just happened. Well, like shakers yeah. and pints. I don't know what else. Shakers, two pints. Or then, and then I was, like, inside the drinker studio. Kind of like the actor studio. Yeah. The same deal, but we would be drinking. Mm-hmm. We interview people, yeah. ask some questions. I, I think, I mean, one thing I want to do for El Paso is to, you know, just show everybody that there's a lot going on, that we are a special city. You know, to grow that pride and, and not just have like. We just want to put it on the map. A yeah. lot of people still don't know about El Paso, you know, yeah. or yeah. they have the wrong idea, the fact that it's a border town, or, you know, it's like, no. We it's got awesome stuff here. There's really good people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, one of the things that I mean, I can just attest to being from like the big city yeah. is there is so much you can do in a small town, in a quote, small town like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I remember when I went, was when I was in Chicago, I was busting my hump trying to get involved with stand-up comedy and improv and stuff. I move out to South Bend. I'm doing the news. I get involved. I get started. I, I, I form a band. We're performing around town. I mean, it was like, you can have, like, there's a lot more you can do mm-hmm. versus, like, having to be in that big city and having to compete against all these other bands that are trying to get gigs and stuff like that because everybody's trying to make it in the big city whereas the smaller towns you know or the smaller cities I mean like here you know two weeks into me being here Mm -hmm. um, you know Robert Bettis and Robert Olguin of K-Fox yeah they decided to make a movie and we make this little snippet because they found out the karaoke scene is coming back they found out that I could sing and then I sang with Robert Bettis they said they heard me sing Adele and we made this little movie, and it was like, it took off. And it was like, there's a lot you can do yeah, there's a lot yeah. of potential. in yeah. a smaller market that can actually end up booming. And especially with social media and stuff now, too. You don't yeah. need to be in those big cities yeah. in order to oh, no. quote, make you it big. You know what? It, there's something, we always struggle. Because coming from the big city, you're used to 
a bunch of things. You know, you used to going to nice stores and having everything there. You know, you just go to you got like food, everything. Right. Coming to El Paso and me being from Juarez, I mean, it it was difficult the transition for us. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. I mean, thank God he goes every month and comes back, and I'm like, can you bring me this? Can you bring me that? But the difference is like people. People that, here. Yeah. I mean, I lived there for 13 years. I have a little handful of friends, mm-hmm. but here, it's like, I made so many friends. In the four years that I've been here, I made more friends than in the 13 years that I was over there. Because it's also like a, such a big city, yeah. and everybody's in their own little world. It's a big small town. It's a very big small town, and if you're not, if you don't fit in in the group, you're not part of the group already. Good luck trying to get in, and that's something that I realized in Chicago. It was really, really hard to to get into social. Groups. And a lot of it is because everybody's so busy. Everybody's yeah. trying to go from this to that to this to that, and it's, it's it's tough. Yeah. When I when I was in South Bend, I had a very close family that I was very very close with, and I would go to Thanksgiving and Christmas with them. When I was when I moved here, I had uh-huh. eight different places that I was invited to for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That I was like, guys, I gotta <laughs> limit it to four. Christmas, yeah. I had five different pl- invites. It was like people opening their doors and like you would think like yeah. that they'd be like nah like you know yeah, but I no, mean you, you think that the small town is very like oh my god right. I'm not gonna fit in I come from the big city and it mm-hmm. turns out to be the other way around and that was the one thing like growing up very Italian like again my mom was very Italian um, she's Italian and Irish but we were raised Italian as mm-hmm. she says and everything is family Sunday dinners why aren't you there on Sunday you know we go to church then we have our little family you know dinner together where are you you know why aren't you here Coming here, it was very much the same lifestyle where everything is involved around, revolving around your family and yeah. your friends. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I, I almost felt like I was kind of transferred back to how my parents grew up and having the family around all the time. And yeah. th- that was one of the reasons why I, I absolutely loved coming here. Because I was, you know, even like my family, when they came here to visit, I introduced them to all my friends and they yeah. were like, how did you make this many friends so fast? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, because that's you have no is. idea. And like, they invited him to their house and come over for dinner, yeah. and they're like, "Wait, really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. this is normal. Like, yeah. this is normal." And I really miss this from Chicago. And so right now, it's like, "Oh, would you go back to Chicago?" I'm like, "Yeah, I would, but I know that I would be very lonely like I was before." Right. And that's the big difference. Like, well, I'd rather sacrifice the nice stores and things like that. I mean, yeah, for the friendship and, and the, yeah. but I'd rather have friends. You know, right. because you, I mean, having a bar, that helps a lot. You mm-hmm. do meet a lot of people. <laughs> but, you know, I'm involved in so many things and groups and the podcast and meeting new people and then meeting other owners and just, like, going out there. And, yeah. you know, it's like something that I wouldn't be able to say if I stayed in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. the other thing, too, is that when you have just a smaller, tight-knit community like that yeah. where everybody is kind of, you know where it does feel like a family you're like you were saying like in Chicago you could I almost feel like every young person needs to go out to the big city and experience it to know that just because you're in a city with millions of people you can feel twice as more or twice as much alone than you would in a quote small town oh yeah there were so many times in the city where I mean here I am going up to the 26th floor I have this beautiful view of the downtown and I'm working at Trump Tower and I'm like I'm alone like Nobody here with me. Yep. Like you can feel exactly. way that more isolated in a city with more people. De- yeah, very depressing. You know? Yeah. So I really yeah. do enjoy that from yeah. us. The only thing I don't like and I keep saying it is the traffic. I do miss driving in Chicago. Really? I know. It's crazy. I know. I know. Yeah. Well you're you're getting it here on I ten like every week. You realize that, right? Yeah, but I mean, you it's know very what? similar. At least in Chicago I know it was like 
five lanes going through Kennedy Expressway, but everybody knew how to merge. Everybody knew how to merge. Everybody respected the oh. left lane as the fast lane. Here, forget it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the I, left, I yeah. Do. That's the only thing that I can complain about. If really there's anything we can get out of this podcast, it's Please. the left lane is the fast lane. For passing. And do not stop in the middle of the highway. Please Pull don't. off to the side. Yep. And do your business, whatever yep. it is. <laughs> yep. Do not stop. And I mean, I literally saw a car stopped in the middle or stalled in the middle of the highway. Yep. And it was like, you're, like, oh you're my asking God. to be killed. Yeah. Like, this is so dangerous, yeah. you know? And it's just funny how people are not used to the construction because we're so, I mean, there's, you know, the, the saying in Chicago, there's only two seasons in Chicago, construction winter and winter. Construction. Exactly. <laughs> Here, people are like, oh my God. When are they going to finish? And it's I'm like, like girl, please. Come on. Because <laughs> you know. when they finish, something else will start. Thanks oh, yeah. for that. I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He built yeah. it. Thanks See that? See I-10, guys? I he made it. that. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Red line? I made that. <laughs> yeah. Still so. working on it. Hopefully it's supposed it. to be done by July, they say, right? Uh, they, I, I think they move it to August now. Here, I think, and all that stuff. They keep on moving. The, the red date. line thing? No, the red line is two years. Like, oh. 95th, two years. No, but I thought you were talking about uh, I 10 over here. Right, yeah, they've seen a lot of it on the west side. It's supposed to be done by July. They move it to August, like recently. Because I, I, ha- I have my. like. I he gets into that. He, he goes and looks at and stuff like he gets. That's, that's what I do for a living. I, I enjoy it. I'm like, oh, I wonder why. What's going on? Like, yeah. And you change orders, like how much, how much more money is it gonna cost? You know, like all mm-hmm. those things. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my job, but I enjoy it. Not, mm-hmm. not here. Anyways. Yeah. So you're the reason that it's taking a month longer. <laughs> no. You no, no, single-handedly no, 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 are the reason no, 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 that I am no. sitting in traffic. <laughs> but you know what? But he is t- the reason <laughs> why people can keep warm at O'Hare Airport on Terminal Two, Three. What? Is the canopy thing? Well, <laughs> see, I even know your projects. <laughs> yeah, Juan, what the hell? You can email him at Juan at... <laughs> Juan at Juan.com. <laughs> no, Juan at IMadeThat.com. <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> okay. I love you. <laughs> you have He's any like, more questions for us? Come on. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm what's curious. what's What's y'all's favorite drink? You, you all asked me what my favorite spirit was or uh, beer or whatever. Man, that's tough. Like, I really love the Corp Survivor. Like, that's one thing I would get a lot. Um, what is I, that gin, like a gin? A gin okay. Gin, absinthe. Yeah, it's very, like delicious. I mean, Corp Survivor, it's, it's, it's hardcore. It's a little it strong. Is, it's gin, mm-hmm. absinthe, a little bit of sugar, and, uh, well, a like, it's, sugar. it's $9 of happiness. Uh, maraschino. Yeah. Yeah. With their delicious cherries, yeah. Yeah. And, um, like but cherries. what I, I mean, I'll just, be, I'll just get the, um, the absinthe. Um, Death in the afternoon or whatever. No, no, no. The uh, like just with the cube and the light. That, oh, the bohemian. Bohemian absinthe. Absinthe. Yeah, mm, that's pretty yeah. good. Or just ransom. Neat. Ransom gin. <laughs> yep, that's what he gets. Delicious. Mm-hmm. And okay, and I'm assuming these are all drinks that are made here. Yes. Yeah, yeah you can get. Yeah. You can get them here. Actually, They're yeah, not okay. on the menu. We work on our menu twice a year. So that's that, that's really cool. We, we make. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we get educated, we have a bunch of books. We, we go to school. One yeah. fun thing, is knowing knowing them is, is great because I've been invited to their, their like, 
Whenever menu creations, that. and just yes. there's just like drinks on there. Like, oh, just grab one, just grab one. Just come right. over and see. That's what I did at Trump, which is that's why I was like so impressed when I came here. And you're like rattling off all this stuff, and I'm like, this is stuff that like, and for people in El Paso, I'm telling you, having once bartended at Trump Tower, this is the stuff that you would see at Trump Tower. These kind yeah. of drinks yeah. here, yeah. You know, like craft that's, cocktails. That's, that's, Come that's get some presidential cocktails. Chicago, Come on, yeah, get some presidential over. cocktail people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I do have a menu over there. We made it last night. Oh, the, the PP, the, the Russian the, the, PP, the Russian PP party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> MG. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's coming down tomorrow, I guess. But, uh, it, it, it was fun. Is it? Alex made some of those drinks purposely bad. Well, yeah, it's shit. Yeah. So <laughs> we want it to take like <laughs> taste like piss one. Yeah, one well, yeah. hashtag I made that. We have a shot. <laughs> no, we have a shot that is so called like, like my hashtag. best friend Pensy Pence. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Governor Pence. You know? Anyways. Ah, well. So what do you yeah. like to drink? Uh, gin and whiskey. Drink? I mean, I I I wasn't a whiskey drinker before. I I hated whiskey. So did I. I think you would relate. If you and then my ex kind of El Paso area, mm-hmm. they really like the bucanas, mm-hmm. which I hated ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, since I was in Juarez, I hated it. Like, oh, we're gonna have a better bucanas, and like, you know, it's horrible. I mean, it's still horrible. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'm sorry, it is disgusting. Uh-huh. Um, but then we opened the bar, and I had to experiment, and we're in the menu, and then Jack Daniels happened, and things like that, and I'm like. This is not that bad. Yeah. So now I really like my old fashions, my Manhattans, Sasseracs. I love old fashions and Manhattans. Gin, mm-hmm. I mean, anything yeah. gin. I, I like our selection. It's just mostly whiskey and gin. We do have our vodkas and tequilas and rums, but it's mostly gin and stuff like that. And that's yeah. because of Michelle. Thank you. Yeah. Like what about you, Juan? I made that. I like... I've been <laughs> what do you want? He's my number one. My number one. And this accent will never go away. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Um, I like Mexican spirits a lot. Tequilas, mezcals, sotols. He's getting into the sotol. He discovered sotol. When I I moved here, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know anything about sotol. Moved to El Paso. It is the regional, it's the regional drink. Like, it can only be made in this region, and it's fantastic. We have mm. all types of tools. Um, but we only have one at the bar. Right now. Yeah. Because, I don't know why. Because you, it's ironic, you, you go to Chicago, they have a big selection of sotol, and we're like right next Juarez. to it. And, yeah, uh, they're all made in Juarez. They don't make it to El Paso. They make it to wow. Chicago and New York before. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, so we have Por Siempre, which is from Don Cucos. The, the people uh, that make Don Cuco and yeah. Hanos, Chihuahua. We mm-hmm. can also get uh, Hacienda here, but I am not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. that's about it. Everything else you have to go to Juarez or Chicago to get it. So then my last, <laughs> my, my other question is, how did you guys decide to open a bar together? Or was it that one person? It was a, it's a crazy story. We moved over here and we didn't have a plan, really. Uh-huh. We were just like, okay, let's get away from the loneliness. Let's get away from Chicago, the cold and whatever. And, she, and Juan was like telling the people at work, hey, you know, I'm going to move. And you know, this is what they asked. Do they have an airport there? Highway. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like nobody knew. It's like, yeah, I can commute. Just, you know, that's fine. So we, so we were living over here, down here at uh, Tuscany. Like, we yeah. had an apartment there. 
and then we would drive by and we were looking for places to have a drink and like this used to be Sintini. But it was And then one day Juan is like he likes he's curious. He likes to do research. He likes to look at stuff and then he's like, They're selling it, you wanna buy it? And I'm like, Are you fucking crazy? Mm -hmm. Like I have no experience with bars. I like to drink, but I've never run a business. I well, never that's the had first bar. step like, to owning nothing. a bar is you have to have experience in drinking. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that <laughs> helps. Yeah. Yeah. But I've owning never owned a, a business or anything right. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, it was, it was like crazy. And then he got me thinking. And then we came into the Centini bar and I'm like, I would do this. I would do like me being the interior designer. I'm like, okay, so. And then I got excited and we're like, okay, let's go for it. Somehow we got money. We got our family to give us some money, lend us some money. And here we are three years later. Wow. And we, I, you know what? I really got into it. Like, sometimes I'm like, this was your idea. It's so frustrating and stressful. But then I'm like, I wouldn't leave it. I would not. Right. It's so. And that's that's how, I mean, and that's when you know you're in a career that you love. Because that's how yeah. I am with journalism where it's like. Yeah. It's, it's there's not days even a where it's, job. It's, it's just. Right. There's days where it is a job where you're like, why yeah, the hell did like, why I, pick did I get this? into this? Yeah. But then it's the days where it's like, it's you busted your hump or you made a new drink and everyone's like, we love it. And you're like, this it's is why I do rewarding. this. It's mm -hmm. very like having employees, it's the toughest thing ever. Because I, like I this think guy. I, like this guy no, right here, working. this one. Yeah, he's Alex. He's another uh -huh. bartender and he's, he's bar back in today. Um, just dealing with these millennial kids, it's... Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Like, Wait, calling out the millennials. I think we're going to have to have our own podcast well, on that on. one, too. Seriously, I mean, it's tough, and I'm the only woman here. Yeah. Like, everybody is... I mean, Caesar. Girl, Caesar. you need some help, you call me. Yeah. <laughs> because... I'm like, and here's I'm the thing. I'm very picky, is, and I'm very, very picky. And so. see, I, I, I technically am a millennial, I guess, by wherever I... By where I was born in '86, wow. but okay. I was not treated like a like I was not raised to good. be a millennial I'm glad at all. You had good it was you had to, <laughs> exactly you had to work for what you got. Yeah. Nothing is entitled. You are you are entitled to nothing. Yeah. Nothing is owed to you. And, and and here's here's what I think the problem is. If you because I've really really thought about this and I was like, should I write a book on this? Um, I think a lot of it is nowadays. A lot of people. At least in, you guys would know in Chicago, mm -hmm. that people are getting married later and having yeah. kids later in life. Yep. So, for example, my mom was met my dad when she was 30, got married at 31, had me at 32. My dad was 40. They were seven years apart. By the time I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old, my mm -hmm. dad had already had a thriving business, a private practice, was going through surgeries. Granted, he was working his tail off, and my mom was also working her tail off. But I kind of saw them as they were, as they made it in their careers. Right. I didn't see their struggle. Right. I didn't see my mom working 14-hour days, cleaning the crap out of the bedpans, and my dad working the gunshot wounds at Cook County Hospital at overnight, yeah. you know, three and not sleeping for three days in a row. I didn't see any of that. I saw more of like the okay, we're now starting to reap the benefits of us we're busting our ass. Now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of the problem is nowadays is kids don't realize all the grunt work that their parents did. So they think, oh, I graduated college. Yeah. Where's my desk? Yeah. Where's my desk? Does no. That mean nobody wants to pay their dues. <laughs> no. You have to. Yeah. You're going to. You're, you're going gonna... to have to do the side work. You're going to have exactly. to pick up the shit and clean the toilet. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's where I yeah. think a lot of it is because people 
they're seeing with, with science yeah. and now that people can have kids when they're older and it's not you know because even remember like my mom had my youngest brother when she was 38 and by that point my you know kind of like getting like medically here or, me- or like all medical here you have the intro or the IVF <clears throat> stuff Right. My, my brother tested positive for Down syndrome oh, on wow. all levels, but oh, then he came out okay. Oh, wow. And it was one of those things where you had a lot of the false positives. Now, science has, has gone eons past that. But, I mean, mm-hmm. women can now have kids later. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why people aren't fast to have kids now because yeah. they know, okay, I, I still have some time. Yeah. Because I can, get my car- I, can get my car- <laughs> I can get my career going. I can yeah. get all this other stuff so they don't have to struggle, With, yeah. you know. Right. But then there's the flip side, because I was actually talking to my one buddy, Mike, the other day, where he was saying, yeah, like, I don't know if I could have any more kids, because I'm going to be 40, and if I had one more kid, it takes me a lot more to get out of bed nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. it takes, I, I don't rebound as fast as I was when I was in my 30s. Yeah. So there's, it's kind of it's a... It's a hard balance, yeah. Right. Because I, I want... I want to be in a place where I'm, like, ready to have kids. But you you're know? never ready. Well, I mean, more yeah. ready than I am yeah. now. You know what I mean? Okay. Financially ready. Yeah. yeah. If we could put a, a pinpoint on yeah. it. Yeah. And then I and then I don't want to be too old, though, where I don't have the energy, where I can't, like, right. enjoy the kids yeah. when they're yeah. kids. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, me being from the Mexican background, that's a tough one. Because, you know. When you have I mean, like my mom, you know, know, with the Italian background, she was 30, and my grandmother was saying rosaries for her every day. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, I mean, in that culture, I mean, her sister got married at 21, had eight, or I'm sorry, not eight, five kids by the time she was 27. And here, and here is my mom at 30. Like, oh, let's see if we can find somebody. You know, like, no. You know, I mean, whenever people ask me, "Do you have any kids?" I'm like, "Yes, I have." Maggie and Yoko. A cat and a dog, and a bar, and sometimes a husband that behaves like a kid. So that's enough. Hashtag I made that. Yeah. No, it's it's a tough one, but yeah, it's rewarding having employees that give you the finger every now and then. Yeah, yeah. But they'll do their job. They'll do it. Right. You know, you know you're doing something good. You know you're them. building their character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been fun. It's a lot of fun to learn about the cocktails, to learn about the industry, meeting people, like going places. And I, yeah, I, it was fun. It's well, I got to say, it's it's nice seeing a place like this because it does remind me a lot now of home. You know. Now you can come over. It reminds me a lot like, of home. You're the few. Like, I know the owner, and they're from Chicago. Well, and not even I that. I say that I'm from Chicago. And not even that. I mean, a lot of it, too, is just seeing, like, the type of drinks and the style. And yeah. this reminds me of, like, the little second city because feel. Because we do have the jazz. Zanies feel. Yeah, That's another jazz. thing that mm-hmm. inspired me was the Green Mill. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Jazz, I love yeah. the Green Mill. Me, too. Uh-huh. So I, I, I get a little bit of my zany second city and then my Green Mill. I For those of you that don't know the Green Mill, Green Mill is a big, big bar in Chicago that's yep, every night. It's jazz Ashland music. And what is it? Ashland and Oak Lawrence? It's up north. Yeah, Lawrence. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't uh-huh. it Lawrence? Yeah. <laughs> and then, same is, it was next to Los Globos. No, Las Piñatas. Las Piñatas. Yes. That Mexican uh, restaurant. Uh-huh. That was oh. awesome. I miss that restaurant so much. They closed it. I know. You can still the get salsa. The yeah. first time I ever went to Green Mill was with my ex who was like, he was he was a, a resident at Northwestern and uh-huh. he was obsessed with jazz and I was always like Northwestern. Don't look at me. Yeah, he was a resident at Northwestern. He graduated from Northwestern. 
<laughs> Hashtag, I made that. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, Green Mail was awesome. Uh, but no, he was obsessed with jazz. And I jazz would put me to sleep. But there was one night where I was like, all right, I'll be the good girlfriend that I am. And we'll go to the Green Mill. And I walked in and I was like, I feel like I just stepped back in time. And it, like the jazz music could have put me to sleep, yes. But it was just the like the ambiance of the being there. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what this reminds me of. And then like again, like with this the, the little stand up vibe over yep. here. Well that's why we have open mic. Right. They were, it stage. reminds me a lot of home. Yeah. Like just in this one little room. This is we're what trying. we wanted to do. So Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We don't have the, the, the green neon lights like green mill, but Nah, you don't need them though. No. You, don't you got three sandals. I like I like black orchid though. Orchid is what, like a, like bluish? a like a. Well, I think it comes in a lot of different colors. Like it could be white. Orchid, there oh, is. Oh, that's right. There yeah, there are black orchids. Okay. Oh, there, there is. Oh, yeah. But they're more like yeah. purplish. But this was more like, okay, so what do we want to name it? What do we want to do with it? Like, Actually, oh, yeah. Like well, how did you? How did you guys thing? think of the name? Because well, there's another question. Figure club. out. Yeah, I know there's a strip club, but <laughs> we're not that. Yeah. So we how did you guys think of the name? Figure out what we wanted to do. I'm like, okay, well, what colors? What am I going to do? Is it going to be a speakeasy? Is it going to be like a regular bar, sports bar? I'm like, you know, Green Mill. Like I said, that's my inspiration. Right. Like the color. the color. And then I'm like, well, my favorite flower is orchids. Adjective uh-huh. noun. So let's find it. And then black orchid. Black. We were thinking about black bird. Like, like I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But black orchid sounded like fancy enough, speakeasy enough. What we wanted to do. It's so not like, like the, it yeah, the old out. world vibe, but like even if you say it in Spanish, it's orchid. like kind of like orchidea negra. Yeah, that Ooh. sounds cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. orchidea negra. <sighs> dun dun dun. guys. <laughs> 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 so that's that's how it happened. That's how it happened. That's cool. Yeah. So do you guys yeah. have any more questions? I, I don't have any more questions. Yeah, I think we asked them all. Yeah, we did. I think I asked all my questions too. You did. Okay. Well, Yay. cheers. Well, I mean, we can keep talking after. Yep. Obviously. For sure. Yay. Uh, cheers. Yeah, right. I'm definitely going to market this. Because like, we, we'll do Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And I usually just focus on El Paso. But I think I'm going to just focus on Chicago this time. Please do. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of one of those, a, a mini Chicago, or like a, a little so bit of Chicago in El Paso. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. We'll see I mean, more people. Literally, <laughs> I walk inside here and I feel like if I were to look out there, like, Minus the circle K here, um, <laughs> but like it would be one of those. I mean, <laughs> it would be one of those things where I feel like I'd be like, yeah, like the, the, like I like Ashland in this, or like you know, yeah. like I could walk across the street and I know like there's my friend's two flat over there, or there's the yeah. Wiener Circle or whatever. Okay, the Wiener Circle a is a hot dog stand. It's not a Wiener, a circle of wieners. No, it's <laughs> it is not. a hot it's dog a very, stand. But it's a very popular place there, on Fullerton. Yes. If you do not, if you do not, yeah, do not get a chocolate milkshake. No, do not get a chocolate milkshake. Why not? Get a milkshake. You gotta okay. You gotta watch the Conan O'Brien special where you go to the Wiener Circle, where or where they go to the Wiener Circle. Oh, they did a a chocolate milkshake for him. Conan, yes. Conan O'Brien goes up and says, "I hear that the chocolate milkshakes are the best here. Can I have a chocolate milkshake?" And And they did it. They did it. Oh my god! I saw it. I saw it. I I didn't ask for it. We were there like at three in the morning. I had one of my friends ask who was in town from New York, and I'm like, "Just go up to the window." Yeah, and they're like, "All right, fine." They were just like there, and then all of a sudden this lady pops it off and just starts shaking it. I'm like, pops <gasps> it off. Yep, pops it out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they, they, she just lifts it up and just starts shaking. That's what it. Really? No, this one grabbed it. Oh no no no! This one she was she lifted him. it and just. Oh my god! Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go. Let's go. Let's go. 
But totally see, it's not going to be fun anymore because you're going to expect it. Well, I mean, I, I think but, but, I mean, the source of this bar, of this podcast, is Chicago. <laughs> so we got to make it out to the motherland. Even, <laughs> have to go to the motherland. Even, even if you expect it, it's still very. It's, I'm sure I'll, I'm going I'll, we, are, we are headed to the sure. motherland in search of chocolate shakes. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will and enjoy fries. the milkshake and, and Parky's greasy fries. <laughs> Where can one thou get a chocolate shake? <laughs> yeah. Hence, hence, sir, the Wiener Circle. <laughs> Hashtag I made that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make landmarks now, like a tour. Oh my it's god! The, I made that tour. They're going to be like, yeah, the Wiener Circle like calls like, hey, we had a bunch of people from El Paso tonight from the Black Orchid that wanted chocolate shakes. What's up with that? Um, um, I, hashtag yeah. I made that. Hashtag I made that. We got to do that. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. It's a great episode. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to to have the other the other people that you work with because that's going to be fun. And, and you now, guys better have me now back you're gonna too. Now you going to have to help me get Don over here. Oh, absolutely. For now, sure. Now Don's from LA, so you got to then do like an LA mm. special. Okay, I don't know much about LA. Neither do I. But we'll learn. But we'll, we'll, we'll do some research. Earthquakes, Hollywood, traffic, and yes, traffic. Yeah. Yes. Riots sometimes. Yeah. Riots. Yeah. Yeah, Bo actually, Bo too. Bo is from the LA area, and he was there when the whole <gasps> maybe Rodney he can King, help me get Rodney Chelsea King. Handler on the show. Oh. He might. He might be able to. Chelsea. But yeah, all of us at all of us at News Channel Nine, we're all real people, but we all come from like different areas. But we're all like we all have like cool different stories about each of us. Pot. You know, that's so awesome. yeah. Yay! So, but all you guys right. better have me back though too. We will. Oh, we, we will so. for sure. All right. But, cheers. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Mm -hmm. cheers. cheers. Thank you so much, Ram, for being oh, on anytime. this podcast this with us. Blast. I'm sure this will make a good friendship after it. <laughs> so <Yeah>. share, <laughs> like, subscribe, tell your friends that we're here. Um, yeah, Follow us you. on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, yeah. Twitter. If um, you'd like to be on, email us. Send Claudius. us a message. Claudius. That means that we have to do this. He keeps on listening. But he I keeps on listening. But we're trying on, to Claudius. get Claudius. Claudius is a mm -hmm. homebrewer. Um, I'm from Bitburg. Trust me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is <laughs> and come have a drink kind of town. Yeah, Chicago is my kind of town. Farron, can you can you just like just lay the Chicago accent on us? Just end this episode. I could, yeah, well, I, mine went away, too. It, it, so it, 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 like yeah, I guess kind of like when you work in the news, it starts to kind of fade a little bit, I but I'm going to tell you guys right to, now. Yeah. Let me tell you. You guys want a good drink? You guys want to go down and get a nice, good buzz going? You guys head down to the Black Orchid. Right off of Mesa there. They got great popcorn. They got great drinks. And if you don't drink, then just have a pop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> girl. Pop. All right. Heck yeah, man. The Bears. The Bears. The, the Bears. Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bulls. The Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Love you. Uh -huh.